Yo, yo, yo. It's Tuesday night. It's 8.30. You know what that means. It's brand new Hockey Happy Hour coming at you live. We're going to recap the Flyers, Avs, and maybe probably go back a couple games and discuss some things there. We're going to discuss a couple other things going on around the lake. Got a lot to talk about. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Follow H2D Radio everywhere. It's time to talk. Let's go. Welcome in. It's almost time. Ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new edition of the Hockey Happy Hour, we are live on A2DRadio.com. And once again, brought to you by the doc, Dr. Paul Vidal, over at Specialized Physical Therapy. If you got any aches and pains, just go on SpecializedPhysicalTherapy.com, make an appointment, and head either to Burlington or Cherry Hill, New Jersey. The doc and his team, they will take care of you. They're pros there. If you got any aches and pains, you won't have them after you had a few sessions with them. And tonight, I am Matt Sassuti along with the Darkwing Brian Daly. What's up, everybody? The Broken One, Rob Povia. Cheers, gentlemen. Good to see you. Yes, as always. And Mr. Broadway, Mr. Blue Shirt, Mr. Brad Ryer. Going on. <laughs> All right. We welcome every. Yeah. <laughs> we welcome everybody to another edition of the Hockey Happy Hour. Like we said, brought by Specialized Physical Therapy. And we also, of course, are brought to you by plenty of other great sponsors. Like, let me just pull them up right here, of course. I had it five seconds ago, and it ran away from me. That's what I do. There we are. Baggio's Bread, located in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, home of the best stuffed bread, tomato pie, sandwiches, cutlets, and meatballs. You mentioned A2D, and you get 10% off of your in-store purchase. So definitely check them out. Get yourself some nice food. Get yourself some nice bread. And, uh, yeah, we've got any big uh, big dinners coming up. Obviously, Christmas is right around the corner. So maybe Christmas Eve you're planning to, uh, <laughs> I guess you would say, prep for this whole thing you know it might be a good idea to give them a call <laughs> all right and they bring to you our poll question for tonight and the poll question is the avalanche are the next nhl dynasty the reason for this poll question is because flyers did just face them and beat them actually on home ice which is uh somewhat memorable during this season as unfortunately the flyers in the month of november boy did they come crashing down to earth with a nasty thud it's been uh it's been a rough few weeks for the flyers to say the least between errors made on the ice between sloppy play coaches kind of getting very frustrated with their players one being compared to a toilet seat the other one being uh pretty much in the doghouse and not getting out anytime soon um, yeah, it's been a rough go of it for the Flyers for these last few weeks. However, though, however, good vibes from last night, hopefully continuing as they get ready to 
move on in their season to hopefully rebound as we get a little bit closer to the uh, we get a little bit closer to the All Star break into Christmas weekend and what have you. And of course, tomorrow night the Flyers take on old rivals, the Washington Capitals and Philly. So we'll see how they do after coming off of the big one here. So, gentlemen, with that being said. Do you feel as though that the Avalanche are the next NHL dynasty, though? Even though the Flyers got that win, putting that off to the side there. Usually, they're a pretty solid team. They've had a bit of a rough go of it this year, though. Do you still see them, though, as the next NHL dynasty? Stanley Cup hangover? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. So, agree or disagree, gents? Avs next dynasty. Go first, Robbie. I was interested in Brad's argument there in terms of, you know, that Stanley Cup hangover. It's true. They have a cup finally, but can they repeat? I'm going to disagree with this poll. I think the Tampa Bay Lightning are the next NHL dynasty. They haven't really quite cemented that distinction quite yet, but can easily do so this year. I mean, if you're watching the game tonight, we saw the best goalie in the universe with Vasilevsky standing on his head, absolutely robbing making a beautiful save. And it just shows that this team's going to be in contention again. So I don't know. I don't think the ads have done enough. I mean, they've, they've, they've been at the top of the standings, but always fell short. They finally came through last season. Can you maintain? Yeah. I mean, I'm with Robbie on this one. I mean, I don't think they are. I think they're a very good team. I don't think they're a dynasty team. I don't think they're built that well. Uh, they have, really good pieces in, in places for a long time. I think they're going to be a team that competes for a long time. I just, I don't know with the way things are going this year. I just, I, I don't see it happening. Uh, Tampa Bay is definitely more of a dynasty than, than Colorado I think could be. Um, yeah. I, I think the one thing that's really solidifies Tampa Bay for me as a dynasty over Colorado, it's the fact that, you know, goaltending is huge, especially in this league. You know, Colorado doesn't really have that. You know, they, they've been jumping from goaltender to goaltender the last few years. You know, Tampa Bay solidified uh, Vasilevsky as their franchise guy, and he's played like a franchise guy, and he's been the guy for the last few years. So, to me, that's that's a huge X factor in, into what makes it a team of dynasty. And, and to me, Colorado just doesn't have that. And until they do, I don't know if they'll ever get to that, that dynasty level, but there'll be a team that – will compete and they'll they'll be a good team just not a dynasty that's interesting man i like seeing some of these comments floating in and hearing your opinion brian i thought i was going to be on an island here but i mean brad we did get some uh crummy news from one of their top players tonight yes uh, nathan mckinnon's out for a month and i just want to thank you guys for you know, hurting him we're going to be <laughs> traveling to colorado so <laughs> You know, we don't have to face Nathan McKinnon, and uh, it, it sounds like we're, we're not going to have to face uh, Jack Eichel uh, in uh, in Vegas tomorrow night. So, uh, you know, that hey, you know, you, anything you guys are you guys are our buddies. So, th- thanks for <laughs> thanks for handling McKinnon for us. We'll still lose anyway, but at least it, <laughs> it won't be as bad as it could have been. Anything for you, Brad? Anything uh, for you? Yeah, Avalanche. I, I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy them being a, a dynasty. I mean, maybe they'll win another one, but like as far as as far as just running the league and 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 being like that, being dominant, no, because they they don't have the goaltending to do that. 
and every great dynasty is is cemented down by a dynamite goaltender and that uh, is and that is Vasilevsky, as you guys so aptly put it and it's it's true and you know when push comes to shove you still got to beat that guy in net you know as good as florida was last year what happens against uh tampa bay they, they couldn't be the they they in game four when they got when they lost that final game of that series, they got shut out. They had forty eight shots on goal, and they couldn't beat Vasilevsky. You know, and that's that's the kind of that's the kind of team Tampa Bay can be when they're on all cylinders. Listen, last year, Colorado finally finally won the cup. They just they had so much offense, nobody could stop them. But you know they they weren't real strong in goal last year. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not buying Georgiev as being uh, being a Stanley Cup goaltender. I'm just not. I've I've seen too many games that he's played in to believe that he can win four rounds of playoffs against real good teams. <laughs> it's I don't see it happening. I, I don't care who they who they have out there. It's 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 not going to happen. You can't keep giving up like three, four, five goals every game and expect to win the Stanley Cup multiple Stanley Cups. They won one, okay? And because they because they were able to outscore everybody, but usually most most Stanley Cup uh, champions usually can can have a situation where when they get the lead, they can shut the other team down and basically hold them to nothing. And Colorado has never been able to do that. That's why it took them so long to win the first Stanley Cup, to win this one last year. Because they just give up too many goals. They're a great offensive team, no doubt. As a matter of fact, I may go on the I may go in, go on the edge and say uh, the Devils might win a Stanley Cup before Colorado wins another one. Don't put that on. Don't put that into the universe, Brad. Just don't. Uh, I know, but last thing that me, you, you and everybody has, in the has, NHL needs. Yeah, I know, but have you? We we've been watching this team play tonight. I I know that, and uh, they are good, <laughs> really good. And if 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 their goaltender is going to continue to play the way he's been playing over the last few weeks, I, I, they're going to be just really hard to beat. By the way, Boston finally lost at Boston Garden at Fleet. Yeah. Excuse me, the Fleet Center or whatever the hell it's called these days. They finally TD lost Bank. the other night to. Uh, the uh, TD Bank. Vegas and yeah. <laughs> T- oh, is it TD Bank now? Yeah. Yeah, some bank, whatever. Yeah, they yeah. finally lost at home, though. <laughs> Speaking of not losing, Mitch Marner <laughs> I is will not losing his this. streak. Mitch Marner has already extended his mm. point streak. He's up to 20 games now. We made wow. history tonight. See, see, that's another team that could that – could, uh, they, uh, um, at some point, if they could ever figure it out and get out of the first round, that's been their Achilles heel. Right. The, um, I, the I will round. say this though: the 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 Bulls, you know, they may possibly have their frustration. They may be a frustrating team to deal with this season. But you know what? I'll say this too. You know, the Flyers were really good two years ago and they got beat in the second round. So I'm not going to put too much stock into it right now until they actually manage to make a run happen. Be like, all right, you guys had a good season. 
But it all went to shit real fast, didn't it? Once a team beat your ass in the playoffs, didn't it? That's ours went to shit real quick, too. Yeah. I hope so. They're going to be awfully difficult. They're going to be awful. Their their fans are going to be awfully difficult to deal with if they if they uh, win another cup before the Rangers or the Flyers or the Islanders or anybody else. They're going to be impossible to deal with. Be what? That would be four cups since the Rangers last and since the Flyers last. That would be four cups. Yeah, that's what I'm since saying. Then. Going all the and way the back Islanders. to '95. <laughs> yeah, and the and the Islanders. Yeah, you could throw them in too. <laughs> okay, so, so let's some of these comments here. Obviously, Prism throwing out the "Let's Go Boys." Uh, what's up, Priz? Roska saying, "Let's go Ducks." It's all about the Ducks. And he also wants Joe Ford on the Ducks. And, yes, he, does. Um, he lives back in 1997. Has anybody called? Has he did go on to on say Jared that. No. Uh, good Joe question. I'm back, not 100% sure. Has to get the so I don't think Joe's coming back, though. That's the thing. Joe's done. He had an opportunity to go back to San Jose, and they didn't even want him. I, I honestly, at this point, even if he did go back to San Jose, I don't think it would have done anything. The Sharks are going to have a bad season all, all the same at the end of the day. Oh, uh, Roska is saying also Tampa Bay Lightning will win this Stanley Cup championship, and then he went on to say that Rob with the Lightning will not win this year. Yeah, I can see why Rob commented that he was confused a little bit later on on that one. That's a little bit of a strange one there, Roska. I want to clear that one up. I just oh, want to know uh, who's going to win so I can uh, lay down some money. That's all I'm trying to do. <laughs> Always got to make that money. Always. I listen to the fam. You know, we exchange ideas. <laughs> Let's see. Prism, his response to the poll question, he's saying no. Uh, Dallas, Kings, and Calgary, and the Wild are going to be good, really good for the next few years. I mean, obviously, you just look at those teams. Dallas, of course, they've got a lot of really solid players, a lot of great players, and it seems like Ottinger's the real deal. So you got good goaltending there. Um, the Kings, we already know that they're building themselves up and they managed to make the playoffs last year playing with house money. And they gave uh, Edmonton a bit of a frustration. So, again, they're on the rise. Calgary, Calgary's, uh, well, it, they've been interesting. They fluctuate from time to time. They're good one year. They're bad the next. I mean, when I say bad, I mean they still make the playoffs, but they're not necessarily competitive in that. And in that playoff, the Wild, the Wild, they're a team that's on the rise too. So, you know, that's a good point though. You got some real tough teams out there in the West that look like they might shape how things plan out for the Stanley Cup Finals in terms of the Western side of things for years to come. Yeah, so, from, from what I understand, Calgary is actually making a change of goaltender. Oh. Marshall's been a little inconsistent this year, which has kind of been a major part of their, their struggles and – not being able to have placement for some of their young guys that are playing really, really well down uh, in the AHL for them. Um, Calgary's been a little weird this year. You know, they just got to make some moves, clear some, clear some space, and let Vladar do his thing. And that, right. 
And the person does say, though, I don't have Tampa winning anytime soon, at least not this year. Interesting. And Jake saying, uh, what up, boys? I'm going to disagree with the poll. So he does not believe Colorado's the next dynasty. What's up, Ted? Saying, uh, glad the Flyers won for that kid yesterday. Yeah, Hart had an amazing game yesterday. And, yeah, they earned that one. They almost, they almost gave it back. Almost gave it back there towards the end. The clock beat Colorado more so than the Flyers did at the end of that third period. <laughs> yeah, but give them credit. I mean, they, they won the game. They, they had a 3-1 to one lead going into the third period. Oh, that's Rob, cool. Rob, you're you're like yeah, muted. Yeah, sorry, I was muted. Sorry about that, boys. Um, yeah, no, I was just saying that Risto was a problem in that game. I mean, you got to expect some pushback from Colorado in that scenario, especially with the goaltender pulled. But he just looked lost. He got beat on that basically virtually one on three. You know, nobody wanted to take the man and allowed the guy to score. Uh, Risto's making me look dumb, actually wanting and advocating for him over the years because he's just he just looks lost i think he needs to sit down yeah and torts has already made his feelings very well known about risto and how he is not thrilled with his play over these mm -hmm. last few over this last mm -hmm. i told you guys i i never liked him i thought he was a big stiff in buffalo you know i just you know i've been i've been down on him ever since they got him because you know he, he never raised a Buffalo's level of play. He's a big body, well, and he's, he's he hasn't lifted the flyers either. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a big body. You think you think that he'd get in the way a little more? I mean, sometimes he just looks like a parking cone out there. <laughs> yeah, and it's very fitting since you know you're wearing the color of a parking cone, so it makes total sense. Oh, geez. but uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, you're wearing orange, so you might as well be one, right? There you go. Your your life goal has been achieved. You're a parking cone on the middle of the ice. <laughs> All right. So let's see your prism saying uh, Boston and New Jersey before Tampa this year. So he's throwing, oh, he's throwing the Bruins and the Devils. God, boy, that should be a blight on the, that'd be a boils on the ass of fucking hockey right there between Boston and New Jersey winning freaking cups. Good God. I believe in Boston a little more than I believe in New Jersey, but, you know, we'll see. <laughs> Either way. I would be like, way, great, two fucking yeah, organizations that great. don't deserve a fucking cup. <laughs> yeah, I, you're absolutely right. All right, so let's see. Ted throwing out, Blackhawks are tanking. Is it really impressive what the Devils are doing tonight? Because Chicago blew out the Rangers the other day. <laughs> you had to bring that up, didn't you, Ted? I think he had to. It was just a, a friendly little jest. He had yeah, to do it. I, 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 we, we know. But, uh, you know, you know if, if, you, if you want to know the truth, though, the, the game the game on Friday night against Ottawa was worse. And how about blowing a two-goal lead in the third period against Ottawa and losing in regulation time and not even getting the damn tie, not even getting the Bennett yeah. point? <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, I that, told you. that would be something's uh, wrong, that's painful. Something's wrong with the Garden guys. Something is very wrong with that team. <laughs> oh, see Igor has suddenly became an open window. I, I mean, maybe for shutting out all those teams. And maybe he's being charitable. Just throwing know. it out, maybe. Uh, Tom saying, my guys, what's and, uh Stars versus Devils Bruins. Bruins win whoever they play. Stars or Kings beat the Devils. Well, interesting. He's laid it out. Oh, oh I got to take now, notes. Now, do you know the funny part is? They go hit up my bookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get them uh, parlays and them side bets ready to go. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, funny enough, though, that Kings and Stars Western Conference Finals, you know, I could totally see that happening. The Kings going on a shocking run and getting all the way to the Western Conference Finals. The Stars showing that, okay, Hey, they're a legitimate team back to the Western Conference that they haven't been in since 2020 when they got there and went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So for them, it'd be two different sides of the story. One team that's been trying to get back to the Western Conference Finals and another team that's been trying to show that what they're doing in terms of rebuilding is working. And uh, that would be crazy to see that fine. That would be a fun one to watch. For Devils Bruins, I probably would watch maybe five minutes and that would I just didn't really want to watch those games. It's like, you know, I don't care who wins those games. Whoever wins, I could give two shits. I hope that they all just freaking crash. <laughs> so let's see here. Yeah, I, I agree with you about yeah, what's that. What's up, Pete? Saying, and uh, I don't. <laughs> what was the play? <laughs> And Pete's saying, I don't know how to answer the poll. I just know the Flyers aren't going to be the answer for some for some while. Yeah, unfortunately, we've still got a lot of work to do. We really do. A lot of work to do. John saying, yeah. yeah. John saying, I have not watched much Flyers hockey. hasn't hasn't spent one dollar on. I don't know how excited I was until we get new ownership. Fuck Alice. He is a pussy. <laughs> Love you, Johnny. Oh, good old Raw. Ryan Ellis. You know what? <laughs> Boy, I tell you, man, you just gotta love it when your team just throws money into a pit. You know, between real Fletcher loves to throw money away, doesn't he? Just loves wasting the money. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, here. you can never predict an injury though, so you never oh, really Rasta know. Any made... injury could be any injury could be a career-ending injury, so you got to be careful. Because look at Jake Voracek; his career is probably done. That's mm. a shame, too. Yeah. So you never know. You yeah. never really know. You can call a guy a pussy all you want, but you never know what you're getting. It doesn't matter if you're getting a top-tier player or a bottom-tier player. It does not matter. You cannot predict injuries, and you never know when you're. You, any injury is going to be your last. Listen, look at what happened with Chris Letang. Mm-hmm. He's skating already. Yeah, I, I heard that's good news. I'm glad yeah. to see. I mean, I don't want to see. Well, I, don't, yeah. I, mean, I don't like Chris Letang, but I, I don't want to see any. I don't want to see the poor guy, you know, have to quit because of that. Exactly. 
I, that's I'd exactly what I'm getting it. at. I, I'd rather see him get his ass kicked by somebody after he slashes somebody and, and get out of the league that way, not not by a stroke. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't even want to see a guy because apparently what's going yeah. on with Ryan Kessler, you know, he had to retire early because of a hip injury. You know, it's the same thing that's going on with Ryan Ellis. It's a hip issue. Like, you can't play you, – if your hip's not good, you can't play because you need your hips. Yeah, no, that no, that's that's the one issue nobody seems to be able to recover from. Mm-hmm. A man can't stand, he can't skate. Oh, wait no. a minute. Wrong movie. God. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty much accurate, though. Well, maybe I can, you know, dodge, you can dodge a ball. No, I'm sorry. That's wrong, too. <laughs> so good movie, though. Uh, St. Louis just scored again, folks. It is now 3-1 to one, St. Louis over the island. Nice. Right now, St. Louis is your favorite team. <laughs> uh, tonight they are. Well, my favorite team is whoever plays yeah. the Islanders. If the Rangers aren't playing, it's whoever plays the Islanders. So you know that, that's kind of that's kind of how it goes there. Wow, what I'll, I'll tell you what Ryan O'Reilly just scored a goal where he he got he got taken down, and while he was falling down, he reached out and and uh, knocked the puck in. That's some goal. Beautiful. Yeah, he he. You know what? That's he is. He really is a. Uh, he's a good example of a captain for you. Absolutely, I, I completely if agree. If you guys that. see, if you guys see the uh, the highlight, the highlights of this game, that that goal was just, you know, pure guts. <laughs> I mean, when you're when you're falling down <laughs> in the process of falling down, you're able to reach out and, and, and whack the puck in the net. That's that's just that's just great. Love seeing that kind of side. I wish my boys would start. Ironically, start I think that, that, like that. Ironically, I think that that was the kind of goal they scored on. Uh, I don't think it was O'Reilly, but it might have been Patrick Maroon when they went on their run to the Cup Finals, and I think it was double overtime. Puck bounce. Ben Bishop at the, back of the helmet came right down in the blue paint. One of the Blues just reached. Over and just slid the puck into the back of the net. So, like, boy, you talk about the shittiest bounce in it the is, world, you know right what? there. That, that, was, that, was, that was very, you know, that goal is very similar. That goal is very similar to the goal you're. I know what goal you're talking about. Wow, it's, they're very similar. It, it, it just, you know, you talk about a hungry team. I mean, the Blues last night just got smoked by the Rangers. Okay, and they've come into the into the island tonight, and they're they're loaded for bear. They're playing some good hockey. So and of course, you know, anytime the Islanders lose, they needed to. When you're trying to, yeah, when you're when you're trying to make the playoffs, you know, they gotta they gotta start losing some games because we sure as hell haven't been winning any games, and neither of you guys. So (laughs) we need something to happen. We need something positive to happen here. I mean, except last night. (laughs) Well, yeah, of course, you beat the Stanley Cup champion. You you don't beat anybody for like. For like a month, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you, you beat the Stanley Cup champions. Yep, yep. That's but see, that's it's all about how it matches up, Brad. It's all Listen, about how it matches that's up. That's why. That's why we love hockey because you know what? In hockey, if the goalie plays great, anything can happen. Right. And I did learn does. something from True. watching last night's game, though, Brad. That other teams can epitomize. They're not really good at covering that. Um, 
shot from the point, get, you know, like uh, that a type of defenseman that could be aggressive and really pinch in. We saw Travis uh, Sanheim do that on his goal. We even saw um, uh, which McCord, um, yeah, Tony D uh, coming in for his power play goal. That's a lot of teams could attack Colorado. Did Georgiev have issues with stopping the shot out wide from defensemen with the Rangers? He had a lot of issues with a lot of shots. <laughs> he, he just, you know what? He when he played well, he played well, okay. But he he had a lot of games where he just he was just not consistent. You know, I mean, he's a, he gives up too many garbage goals, and that's that's a problem. Right, right. You know, I, I that, mean, that, that sucks the life right out of a team. Regardless, though, that was two good things to see, like Tony D getting his game back on track to what we saw earlier in the season, and Sanheim impressed me last night. I mean, more than just that goal, his overall play. Um, that's why they won that game last night, and it's it shows that there's that glimmer of hope for guys like Johnny C, you know, who's not you know done with the Flyers for right now, that at least there's pieces of the puzzle that are just going to continue to simmer and mature and – hopefully get back to – I mean, we knew that they weren't going to continue that run that we saw, you know, heading into the season. I said it. I said that as soon as the calendar turns that the busy month of November, you're going to see it go, you know, skydive and shit like that. You absolutely, but, you absolutely said that. Yeah. And uh, But I'll tell you what, though. Just the fact that you could beat the Stanley Cup champions, uh, that should be a – they should get a lot of confidence out of a win like that. Wow, because I mean that's a that's a really good win, you know. I mean you you've beaten them, you've beaten the Colorado Avalanche, you've beaten these Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, you know you've had some big wins this year, you know, and and hopefully they can they can take away from that the fact that you know they can when they when they're on their game they can play with anybody, and if Carter Hart, you know, just can get can get back into the zone like he was a couple of years ago, who knows. You know, maybe it won't be an exacta, the seven eight exacta of the Rangers seven and the Flyers eight. Maybe that exacta won't happen. You know, I it, it's it's always possible. Uh, look at this for all the baseball fans. It's Mitch Haniger going to the San Francisco Giants, not Arson Judge. Oh, that's too bad. I you know what that tells that I think that tells you that maybe. Uh, San Francisco isn't so confident that uh, they're going to get judged because I know John Heyman went and tweeted it, tweet, tweeted it that uh, you know that, that that he's going to San Francisco, and I know uh, boy was I I had a miserable two hours when I saw that tweet. Then when I got home, I read it and he took it back, and I was like, you know what, you are a chump. <laughs> what a, you you can't you know what he just said that because he was hoping he he, he made a calculated. He made a calculated uh, decision to say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to say this, and if it happens in the next two hours, I'm going to look like a genius. And then, and then he, you know, he proved that he's a fraud. <laughs> oh, Berto, tell me that's not true. It was fun to see. Berto, uh, tell me that's not true. It is. <laughs> Taiwan <laughs> Walker. <laughs> it's a Mets reunion over there in South Philly. Seriously, you know, they love collecting. They love collecting Yank, ex Yankees and ex Mets. Have you noticed that, Rob? Yeah, I do. I do. They, 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 they really do. It's. I mean, he can be effective when he keeps the ball down, but 
I mean, his issue, he just doesn't miss enough bats. And that's going to, that's in a smaller ballpark in Philadelphia. I don't know. I mean, but he was one of the better options now with a lot of the arms starting to go. I'm more interested in that Japanese pitcher. That's, that's what I'm, I'm hoping my Metropolitans go for next because the combination of him and Verlander will be greater than DeGrom. Yeah, I mean, well, I, and Scherzer, and Scherzer. Hey, listen, you got Verlander. I, you, you talk about a team that went from and a fan base that went from that went from the uh, shit house to the penthouse in one night, uh, or rather in two nights. Uh, you lose Degrom one night, and then the next day, no problem. We'll just get Verlander. <laughs> right. And I'll tell you what: if the Yankees don't sign Judge, what's their plan? What's Plan B? Nemo. Oh well, you know we could sign Turner. Oh wait, no, he's he's you know <laughs> he's in Philly already. And uh, my thing is, I'm not I'm not I'm not upset really overall upset. I'm not really upset with the signing of, of Tyon Walker because he's he could be a really solid five guy, and that's really mm-hmm. all the Phillies really need is a five fifth guy in the rotation. Just replace I mean, Kyle Gibson, pretty he's much. He's okay. Yeah, he's better than Kyle Gibson. Yeah, just, I'm better than Kyle Gibson. <laughs> yeah, he's better than Kyle Gibson. He's, he's not bad. No, he's he not terrible, bad. but I feel like if that contract is true, where it's four four years, $71 million, that's quite an overpay for number five guy. There's no way. I, I don't know if I believe that. That's what Ted's saying here. That's something Uncle Stevie would do. Right. No, from the <laughs> ATV talk. Uh, oh, no, no deets. No deets. Four years, um, one million. I want. By the way, Benny's is here, boys. What's up, Benny? Hey, Benny. Yo, yo. By the way, um, that little logo that you see on the side of Benny's name that is to indicate that he is an H two, which you can become month. Perks include appearances on shows. So if Benny's wanted to come on with us, he can. Uh, John as well had one next to his name, so he could hop. Also, uh, shout out to Pop Podcast in Willie Vegas, and that's where the real big uh, advantage of the membership comes in because the uh, the sports pick and uh, Money Pop Podcast, you know, uh, Willie Vegas too, man. They know what they're talking about. So there, if you take a little bit of your advice and throw a little money around and. Uh, yeah, you get paid to be an A2D member then. So definitely check that out. All right, then. So let's see here. And uh, Walker had no QO, uh, which made him more uh, appealing to us. Oh, uh, okay. That's what that is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Trying to slip that in there like a subtitle. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm seeing four years, $71 million for so gentlemen, Walker to come to Philly. Let, that is quite an overpay. Yeah. So, uh, so Ted is 110% speaking facts. All right, then. <laughs> Hashtag facts. That's the first time for everything, isn't there? <laughs> so what did you boys see in the, in the last game with the Flyers and Avalanche? You know, I mean, I talked about it a little bit. Two guys that impressed me. Right. Saw two power play goals. 
Uh, uh, well, to start things, one of the things I, I will say, the Flyers, I think they they handled the adversity better than I think they handled the in other games, it going into that second period, on 2 nothing in that game, they had to kind of cowboy up a little bit here. They, hey, let's, we got to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps here. We're playing a really good team, and we got to make something happen. And they did. Slowly but surely, they started to get things going. And once they started to play their game, they started to stymie Colorado's defense. They kept Colorado's chances at a minimum. Sure, Colorado still had their opportunities. They're going to get them. But Hart was playing so well that it didn't even matter at that point. So it's like, great, you guys are playing solid defense. Hart's doing a great job tonight, so that eliminates any opportunities they are getting. And defense is, is clicked at the right time. Special teams-wise, they were playing very well. That second period was, was an amazing second period. Period was not too bad, and then the latter portion of that period, I don't know what happened. Either I not it, Risto has his little piece of the blame there, but I also think Flyers kind of took their foot off the gas a little bit. They just or they cracked a little bit on sure with the Avalanche pushing and coming as fast as they possibly could there to try and tie the game up, and they almost pulled it off. And it's one of those things of okay, you guys. Uh, you know, thank count your lucky stars that you had an empty netter there that you were able to pull that one off because if it had only stayed on, we might have had a replay of what happened in Montreal where we had two seconds left and Colorado ties the game and we have to go to overtime again. So they did a they got lucky on that with that empty netter, but um, yeah, they they gotta learn to close the game out. That's that's the very poor. Poor performance there towards the end of that game. You got a you got a lot of pressure put on you there from Colorado, and you cracked under that pressure. Can't right. do that. Got to play better than right. that. When that net empties, you got to still shut them down. Well, that's what I wanted to see from you guys. Was Overall, it more I would of an say, issue of Colorado? Was it more of an issue of Colorado coming at the Flyers or the Flyers with a four-one lead sitting back too much? Well, I mean, you have to expect you have to expect that Colorado they are uh, the Stanley Cup champions. And they're going to show some character and get back into the and, and try to get back into the game. I mean, they're not just going to you know they didn't win the Stanley Cup by lying down. They're they're going to go out it go out there and try to come back. True. Yeah, that's just you know teams going to try and get back into the. Again, I think uh, I think it was more the Flyers started to kind of crack underneath that pressure. I don't think they were handling it very well. Mm. You know, plus also to be fair, they took a couple of penalties that I wasn't a big fan of at some really bad times as well, which didn't help the situation. Exactly, Batty. See, that's why I wanted to get the root because you got to weed that out if you're rebuilding this team because that's part of the old sickness. You know what I mean? That complacency, that lack of compete taking that foot off the fucking gas, making stupid penalties. I don't want to see it. That's what Torch doesn't right. want to see. It doesn't matter wins and losses. Eliminate that. It's the dreaded three-goal lead, Rob. <laughs> you know, you see, listen. Yeah. What <laughs> Last Saturday, I, 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 I had a witness, a, a three-nothing lead 
for my team in the third period. And not only did we lose, again, we lost and didn't even get it into overtime. You know, losing 4-3 to Edmonton with a 3-0 lead in the third period and, and, and not, not at least getting a point. These things happen, guys. When, when you get a lead, you have to – not only do you have to stay aggressive, you, you can't go into a defensive shell and just try to get the puck out of the zone. You got to go get the puck deep in the other zone and, and forecheck and try to get them to continue to make mistakes. And when you get a two-on-one or a three-on-two because they pinched and they messed up, you've got to convert on them. That's the other thing. Right. Um, by the way, Mark, thank you very much. Uh, uh, welcome once again. And see Ted saying no cap. Not money item with the uh, with the fills. <laughs> hey, Don, Don, what's up, brother? Hey, Don, Don. Mm. Don, Don, the uh, Red Wings are having are a, saying a pretty D'Angelo's good night crossed. tonight against, the, uh, against Tampa Bay, huh? <laughs> the prison saying uh, D'Angelo's cross-check was dumb, even though it was a get-back penalty. Yes, that was a bad – that was one of the bad penalties I was thinking about, too, because I was like, that was a stupid penalty to take at that time. that you want to – you know, defend yourself, stick up for your team, whatever. But there's a there's a fine line to walk when you do that, and that was one of those moments where it's just like, yeah, you did something stupid. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Please there's don't do that. Place for that. Right. Ted saying a torch wants to rebuild. Who do you think he wants gone besides Hayes? Do we trade TK? He probably gets uh, the most. Over well, right now, they've been taking calls on players, on almost everybody. So, I am a fight. <laughs> I think that's the only one who's been exempted from that whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> At this point, yeah, that contract is, uh, I don't know about that. That that was a big contract that Fletch signed in. <laughs> Yeah, seven seven years for forty nine million. Yeah, I mean, see, Don Don saying, yeah, yeah. Uh, if Detroit can hang on, that's a big win for them. Yeah. And Benny's saying, "What's the over under on when Chuck is either kicked upstairs or altogether? Torts will win this battle." Um. Well. At this point, um, the only reason why Paul Holmgren was kicked upstairs is because Ed Snyder was still alive and him, and he shouldn't have been. Paul Holmgren's a scam artist, and he pulled off the greatest scam of all time by making Ed Snyder think he knows what he was doing when he clearly didn't. Um, but since unfortunately gone, uh, I don't think he'd be kicked upstairs. I think he'd be kicked out the window. Would be the more uh, decision, but uh, I don't see it happening immediately. I think uh, I think right now, and he's still here. But um, 
I would say if next year, if we're still in this position, yeah, I could see them finally making that decision. I think they'll let it go because Torts is a new coach. I think that's what they'll let it go for that reason. Let's see here. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? Chuck gets kicked. <laughs> so Benny's Nation. <laughs> You know, you have to you you have to give the coach a chance. That that's the one that's the one thing. And I you know, Tortorella, I think Tortorella will get this situation straightened out. He's gonna get we'll get the kind of guys Tortorella likes in there and uh, you know, it think things will start looking up. You also can't forget that these guys this roster is not even complete yet. You still have so many key guys that are hurt. You know, you got to get Atkinson back into playing shape. He's going to be fine. Um, you need the players back. You need to see what this roster looks like at 100%, and it's not. And that's the reason why the Flyers aren't playing as well as they should be. That's the big thing, and it's the reason why Chuck Fletcher is going to get another shot. Uh, I don't think he's going to be fired this year because he's not looking at his roster at 100%. You know, you still got at least three key guys that are still out on injury. So that's that's a big thing. You know, they made a big deal about the Avalanche winning about key injuries. Why isn't anybody putting that towards the Flyers? So, once once we see what this roster looks like, 100%, I think we're really going to start seeing the Chuck Fletcher hot seat really heat up. You muted, Robbie. I I keep on having issues, man. It's coming back to StreamYard. The buttons are different. But anyway, <laughs> I couldn't agree with you. That's a fabulous point that you make, Brian. You know, they came into <laughs> the season very healthy and and you miss, you know, I mean they they came into the season minus a few pieces, but overall the rest of the roster was healthy and then you use lose a Wade Allison you know, who was looking really good early on. And he's been out with that oblique and that hip pointer. You know, you start missing a couple other pieces where you have to have, you know, Wilman up on the roster, you know what I mean? And, and pulling up pieces that you really didn't plan that weren't part of your, you know, original strategy. So I think ultimately, yeah, you can't – the results were going to – are really have nothing to do – with Chuck Fletcher's job security. It's all about, do they want to, is he making the right decisions? And is, are we seeing those changes that I alluded to earlier? Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, Chuck's in a, in yeah, a difficult you. situation right now. You want to move him, You want to fire him. You want to, but you, you really can't because you can't really, like I was saying earlier in the show, you can't control injuries. You, Guys, you can't control when guys are coming back. And it's tough when you're some of your best roster guys are haven't played in a year, year and a half. And well, here's the other you problem. Blame that on Chuck Fletcher, though. Chuck Fletcher, here, here's the problem. You got a new coach. Okay. If you fire Chuck Fletcher, you know, Tortorella is still the coach. You can't expect you can't hire a new general manager unless he gets to pick his coach. I mean that that that's something that always seems to be a problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it, it right. just you, you, you got to give it two years. So if if it doesn't start improving 
towards the middle of next year, then, you know, then, then maybe you move on. But, you know, let's see what happens. You're going to, you're going to have some, yeah, I mean, off season. you know, you're going to be able to get rid of a few guys. You're going to have some, some quality draft picks. Let's see if he, if he can put together a quality draft and maybe ha- a couple of guys can make the team and make start making a difference next year. Be interesting how they uh, how he handles that. I mean, we've already seen so far how he's handled the adversity of a coach that didn't pan out um, and a system that didn't pan out. And then we also saw how he handled, you know, an offseason where he had a little bit of money to play around with and he made some questionable decisions on one end. One end where maybe he didn't know an injury was coming like most and that happens. But the other one where there were kind of red flags, oh, this wasn't the smartest move in the world to make. So we've seen some interesting, interesting moves by Fletcher so far, and I mean, honestly, the the least strange one so far has been Tortorella. What a, but <laughs> but with that being said, though, um, uh, be it's going to be one of those things of if if the Flyers are like Brian say. If they're healthy and they're still having their problems, yeah, I could see the Flyers kind of saying, okay, this this, this is not getting any better. <laughs> this ain't getting any better anytime soon. We might need to make a change. <laughs> we we really might need to make a change. Exactly. Uh, and the saying, people that are – No way in hell people. Chuck put together this terrible roster. Sure. To this comment here, you can sit here and say what you want. If you look at most of this roster, most of this roster is put together by Ron Hextall. So most of the players that are on this roster were drafted by Ron Hextall. Okay? So, to sit here and say that this is all on Chuck Fletcher, it's not all on Chuck. He's made – I'm going to sit here and tell you, say that <laughs> it, 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 some, of these, some of these players that he brought in are mistakes, absolutely. I won't sit here and deny that. But to sit here and say that this entire team is on Chuck Fletcher, it's not. It's not. And you know what? Yeah, that's not really fair to say that. It's – yeah, it's not fair because you look at Sandheim. Sandheim's solid, not a Chuck Fletcher guy. Pro, Provorov, not a Chuck Fletcher guy. TK, not a Chuck Fletcher guy. Carter Hart, not a uh, Chuck Fletcher guy. Most of his roster is still guys that Ron Hextall drafted or brought in. So, do I follow this team? Yeah. I do follow this team. And for the record, my name's not Ryan. I think Ted knows that. I think he's just trying to. Uh, he's just trolling you right now. But let's be real. This team isn't healthy. This team hasn't been healthy in a year and a half. So how can we really sit here and say that all of this is on Chuck Fletcher? We can't. Let's get this team hundred percent first, and then let's verify. Let's see where Chuck Fletcher is. He hand, did he handcuff this team? Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and say that he didn't. They're in a tough situation because of him. They're in a tough situation because of Ron Hextall, too. So if we're going to place the blame on the GM, let's go back a little bit further and let's place it where it belongs on, on Ron, Ron Hextall. Because that's that, to me, that's where most of the blame should go. Uh, I mean, 
blame us. Because I guarantee you, if this team was successful, Ron Hextall will get some of that credit. If this team was successful, Ron Hextall would get credit, and so would Chuck Fletcher. Probably. So if we're going to place the blame, let's place the blame a little bit further back on Ron Hextall where it belongs. Because this roster is still essentially the team that Ron Hextall put together. Because this team is handcuffed right now. They can't make huge moves. And Ron Hextall refused to trade any of these uh, young players or any of the draft picks uh, to, to improve the team while he was there. That's why he ultimately got fired. So, you know, that, that's, another, that's another issue that, that he kind of caused. You know, uh, who, which, which one of the guys signed uh, Kevin Hayes, by the way? I think that was a Fletcher move. That was a Fletcher move, yeah. I, no, I that mean, one listen, was, I like, was a Fletcher move. Made me start to scratch my head on him. Well, I think A.V. had a lot to do with that. Because, you know, Kevin Hayes, he coached Kevin Hayes, A.V. And, you know, he liked Kevin Hayes. How couldn't you? Kevin Hayes, in his last season with the Rangers, really looked like a, a guy who was ready to come out and score 70, 80 points a season. And uh, for whatever reason injuries or what have you it just has never happened with him but it makes no sense all the kevin hayes hate right now he's the best player on the roster right now he's a point per game player i don't get it everyone's getting ready to say trade trade you can't trade hayes yeah, he's got a full no movement clause on his contract plus and he's having one of the better offensive he's years got, he's had yeah, since he's, he's, making, been here. he's making seven million dollars a year for the next four years so I, I don't think that's going to happen. Wow. The St. Louis's goaltender tonight is standing on his head. Uh, did you guys know that St. Louis, the last four games, actually the last three games, has given up a minimum of six goals a game? Yeah. Coming into tonight's tilt with the Isles, that's, that's wow. unbelievable. Yes, Hexel got you the number one goalie. But what else well, did he get you? Uh, what else did the Flyers have? Does you have your forty goal scorer because of Ron Hextall? No. Do you have your essentially your solid number one defensive player? No. Did Chuck Fletcher get you that either? No. But let's keep going back. Stop putting all the blame on Fletcher. It's not all on him. Go back. Some of this is Ron Hextall. Ask Pittsburgh how he's doing. Pittsburgh seems to be struggling somewhat. Right. And he hasn't done anything flashy over there either. I don't no. even think he's really drafted all that well. All I'm saying is we're putting all this blame on – let's, because this isn't all Chuck Fletcher. That's all I'm saying. Let's go back and let's point the finger at Ron Hextall too because a lot of the players on this current roster are Ron Hextall guys. I will honestly say this. I think that you can't really just blame the one guy. Entire organization and the way that they handled the 2010s. I broke it down two, three seasons ago of what the Flyers did when they made that little run in 2010 and they fucked themselves in the ass by trying to make it happen again. And they made stupid decision after stupid decision after stupid decision that whittled away any farm system they could have had, tried to stay competitive when they really weren't at the level they needed to be to compete with teams. Teams like Pittsburgh or Chicago or any other team you want to throw out there at the time. And the Flyers continue to try and bring that back and try to continue to make that happen again. And they hurt themselves. They shot themselves in the foot. And it wasn't just Hextall who did it. And it wasn't just Fletcher who did it. Holmgren did it too when he was the GM. 
Hell, Clark did it in the early 2000s, but the only reason he got away with it because he had no salary cap. So he could do that and get away with it back then. So there's a problem. You have the guys still think this from what doesn't work now. That's what kills this organization in the long run. And that's why we've also had issues of, okay, if we're going to rebuild them, we got to commit to it. And then they pull back on it, which is why when they fired Hextall, a lot of the shit hit the fan because Hextall had a plan, but then Holmgren fired him. And then Fletcher now has to pick up the pieces of what the hell Hextall was trying to do. And now Fletcher wants to put in his own philosophy and his own shit. And now we're getting the situation we're getting now. So you see the problem. Flyers aren't committing to anything. If it's not a quick fix, they want nothing to do with it. They would rather let's get back into the playoffs now than fuck the playoffs. Let's rebuild for the future. It's been the consistent problem that this organization has had for a couple of decades now. And it has done more damage to the Flyers than anything one player, one GM, one goalie, one coach has ever done to this team. It's a broken philosophy the Flyers continue to follow. Again, that's the problem. Not committing to anything. That's why the organization has to stop doing that. They have to commit to something. And if it doesn't work, fine. But you know what? You have to try. You have to try and fix this team. And yeah, it takes a minute. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes a few seasons. Let it happen. Sure, guys are going to take victory loss on you. Sure, it's going to be worse. But you just have to admit it. That's like, fix your team. Stay committed. Build towards it. And let the GM do his job. Let them develop your players. Go ahead and let them do it. Stop trying to get your hands in there and how you fuck longer. That is what it's really been the issue of. And unfortunately, that's... It seems to be what continues to be the problem with the Flyers. And then there's the issue of sometimes you get the worry of, well, does this GM realize that? And that's the other issue a lot of people worry about. Does Fletcher realize that? But then we're also not thinking about, well, what pressure is Fletcher getting from up? Is he getting pressure for loss? It's saying we need to make the playoffs. If we don't make the playoffs in the next couple of seasons, your ass is out the door. So now he's thinking, oh, get this team around in two seasons instead of committing to a rebuild plan which I hope is not what's happening, but that's the problem is that there's been a number of issues of not committing to a rebuild, not effectively saying, Hey, we're not a Stanley cup team. And if we want to get there, we got to be bad for a few years to get there. And it's just as simple as that. No matter what sport it is, you have to get bad to get good. It's just how it goes. You can't be a dominant team forever. So I just want to know what am I what facts am I ignoring, Ted? I'm sitting here telling you that Fletcher's been an issue. I'm not sitting here saying that. I'm saying I'm not saying he's not. He's made some bad moves. I'll sit there and I'll flat out tell you that. Yeah, to Benny's comment, the Risto trade was ridiculous. It was. Did I think he could he could I that I was op, I optimistic about it? Absolutely. But to sit here and say that all this this year is falling on Chuck Fletcher is asinine because the roster is not 100%. It's not a healthy roster. So how do we know what this roster really is built on? Because mm. we don't. We don't have our best forward in Sean Couturier. We, we're just getting Atkinson back who arguably could be our, one of our best shooters. You're missing your best defenseman who probably 
won't play is not playing again this year. And then you're 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 missing um uh who else am I missing? There's another big name out there. I mean, JBR's been out of the lineup a few games. He's been key in terms of a front net presence on the power play. Yeah, no, absolutely. JVR's another big one. This roster isn't 100%. You can't – I mean, I get it. You need a scapegoat. So, yeah, Fletcher's going to catch the flack for it. But to put this all on Fletcher right now is ridiculous considering your entire roster right now is pretty much the Phantoms. Do you have some talent in the pipeline? Possibly. Tyson Forster's having a really good year in Lehigh. Cutter Goche's having a fantastic year in Boston College. There's talent here. You just need to get it. And you need to get these guys 100% to see what you really truly have. You don't know what you have until it's 100%. And this roster is not 100%. So it's tough to sit here and really dictate how good this team really is. Because we don't know. We don't know without our best two-way player. We don't know without their best defenseman. We, we don't know without JVR, who could arguably one of their best, be one of their better power play guys. We just don't know. And you won't know until the team is 100%. And this team hasn't been 100% for almost two years. The problem is, are they going to be 100% this year, ever? That's the biggest question. Because it's a big question, and it's a question of we don't necessarily know seem... we have an answer to. Yeah, some of the guys, some of the guys, some of the guys who don't get on the ice that are always hurt have to go. I mean, that's you know, I mean, you know what they say: participation is ninety uh, percent of the uh, of the problem. If you're not playing, you can't score. You can't score when you're on the bench or when you're in the stands. You got to be out on the ice, and if these guys aren't on the ice. They gotta go. You know they're taking up salary cap room, and they're keep they're blocking a young player from coming up and possibly showing a, showing some showing something that might help in the future. I mean that's an issue. Yeah. No, absolutely, and like I get it. I I get the questions towards them. Like I'm not saying don't have questions towards Chuck Fletcher, but to sit here and point the finger and say this is all your fault, I think is a little too much. Do you want to question them? Absolutely. You should question them. Because the good question, the, it's a great question is, you know, where are we draft-wise? What prospects do we have in the pipeline? There's two that I know of that, that could be ready to go next year. Only two. What else they got? Great question to ask. Free agency. It's tough because you don't have a lot of money to spend right now because of some bad contracts given by both Hextall and Fletcher. You know, it's it's the Flyers are in a really tough situation because of how things have gone the last few years, injury wise, free agency wise. I get it. I'm not sitting here. Don't have questions about it. Don't sit there and be like, oh, well, maybe this isn't the guy to do it because he may not be. And right now, yeah, is it leaning towards no? Absolutely. I'm not sitting here saying that. I'm not sitting here def completely defending Chuck Fletcher. I'm defending more of the roster than I am him. Because it's a, there's still question marks on this roster because it's not 100%. And, yeah, I, I'm confident in Coots when he gets back because we saw the type of player that he is. He's a top three – he's a, one of the top three two-way players in the game. JVR, he's 
after this year, it's not going to matter because he's probably going to get traded at the deadline. You know? God, he's done anyway. Right. <laughs> so at that point, JVR is just it's a non-issue. It just right. It, the Flyers are just in a really tough situation right now with injuries and, and the salary cap. And to Maddie's point, yeah, you got to figure out what it is that you want to do. What's your plan? What's this plan moving forward? I think they got to get young and commit to it. Quite honest, don't pull out halfway through it, which they've done before. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean that's that's the thing, and uh, you know, not, not, not. I know the Rangers are having problems this year, but if you guys all recall the letter, the infamous letter a few years ago when they sent it to to their fans that uh, everybody they're going to go <laughs> they're going to rebuild and they're going to get rid of all their players, you know, and they they did that, and you know, yeah. it, it's. It, 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 they had a couple of tough years, but you know what? It was it's worth it because now you have some good players on the team, and hopefully, uh, hopefully this year they'll 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 get it going and uh, and win a few games. We'll we'll see about that. But you know they had a good year last year, and you know there is there is there's a lot of hope. I think the Flyers can do the same kind of thing, especially when you've got a real good draft this year coming up, and uh, you know they haven't they haven't gotten rid of a lot of picks, and they should probably get. A lot more picks based on the fact that they uh, are going to be in a position to trade some of these guys. I, I would, the guy I would get rid of the trade deadline to me is Konechny. I think that's a guy you can absolutely get a number one pick for. You, know, you, might, you might be able to get a two. You might be able to get a two or a three for uh, for JVR too, because they they can be, you know, he can be very good on the power play for the right team. Yeah, any team that needs a net front presence on the power play, and believe me, a lot of teams do need that. Uh, he'd be he'd be a good fit for a lot of teams in that kind of a situation. How, wait, how am I overestimating Coots there, Ted? The guys won a selkie, and he's finished in top three in voting two of the three years. He's a top two way player in the game. He's a top three two way player. He's a two hundred foot player. How is he? How am I overestimating him? To it, Benny's Benny's point is great because you know what he can't stay healthy. But the problem with him right now is he can't even get healthy. Go ahead, Rob. That's that he took the words right off the tip of my tongue there, man. He can't get healthy. I just want to see him on the ice. We'll address that later. But but the key thing is that if and when he gets a back on the ice, that ring rust too. You can't. That's the only creature that I could see on the other side is that you can't count on him being that selfie like player rate from jump street but the talent's still there if that can sure up no absolutely i agree with you 100 percent there rob the, you know that's going to be a big question is is the mm-hmm. rink rust and and that's going to take time to to shake off and jim brings up another great point you know it's it's tough being the flyers in a the situation they're in while in the toughest division in hockey there's this is hands down the toughest division in hockey because every team is pretty much in right it. yeah right yeah they're all good and while, yeah, and, and while we are seeing a slight shift and it's slowly starting to take over where a little bit better of an Atlantic division is starting to come in, because for a while there's only three teams in the Atlantic for the longest time, we're starting to see a slight shift in that. Detroit starting. And maybe starting some of the Metro better. teams were waiting. 
Right. And you see those shifts from time to time in conferences where in one particular era, this division's good and this, this division, there's three teams, that's it. A lot of that shakes out to drafting and who was bad at one period and whatnot. But, and who made it? Um, we're waiting for that drop off in the Metro, and it's still not here yet between Washington and Pittsburgh, between two teams that you're waiting for it for when they're going to start becoming consistently out of it. That hasn't happened yet. So until that happens, you're still in the toughest division in the league. And it's as simple as that. Because, and for and the Islanders have a rebound year, which they seem to be doing right now, that doesn't help anything either. Because now it's just like, oh, oh shit, playing a little bit better than they were all years. The Devils are playing amazing right now. So it's like, well, this doesn't help anything. This does not help anything at all because you have the usual suspects that are playing well in the division right now or playing decently in the division right now. And now you got to try and help solve also Jim's point where that division can easily turn on you very fast. Um, also, a couple of other things too. Jim said, according to experts, a now washed-up 36-year-old Sidney Crosby is now going to be fourth in the NHL in scoring after getting three more tonight, which is like, holy shit. <laughs> so, yeah, damn, man. I would – see, oh, Pittsburgh out so well. Like, how lucky do you have to be as a franchise to be so shitty of a team that you run into Mario Lemieux in the 80s and then to be so shitty in the early 2000s you run into Crosby? It's like, God damn it, I wish the Flyers had that luck. God, and Malkin. on top Malkin. of that, I also say, yeah, don't forget Malkin. <laughs> Malkin too. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And then <laughs> Jesus. Oh, and Flurry. Can't forget that either too, because they had Flurry to go along with it. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Talking about getting shitty at the right and possible Latang. time. <laughs> yeah, at Yeah, Latang. day as well, who was not going to come to the NHL unless he could play with you. He was. That's a fact nobody else brings up. He wasn't said, "Come to Pittsburgh and you play with me." And he said, "All right, I'll go and play now." So that's another thing people don't realize too. He didn't want to play in the NHL until Lemieux said, "You." play with me <laughs> so it's just easy talk about getting shitty at the right possible time <laughs> twice basically they traded they, basically the reason they twice. got Mario Lemieux was because they traded Randy Carlisle you know when they had yes. actually a chance to be a pretty good team they went and traded Randy Carlisle in the middle of the season so they, they would make sure they'd lose every game Randy Carlisle was 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 being a uh, a bad dog, so to speak, and he was uh, he was playing well, and and they were winning games because of him, and they they couldn't have that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny though because the way it worked out, the Devils, <laughs> the Devils ended up getting Kirk Muller right instead of Mario Lemieux. Because they didn't right. do that. They didn't purposely <laughs> lose. Kirk Muller won more Stanley Cups than Mario Lemieux did. Am I wrong? That is ironic. Because. 
he did actually. Yeah. And no, I think really you're right. The Canadian. <laughs> right. Mario got two. That's ironic. <laughs> yeah, he got the two. That. The two years in a row. Muller got. Yeah. Muller got three. <laughs> Muller did have three. He did. He was on That's all three of those teams, all wasn't he? Out. But with the Habs, yeah, I think yeah. so. And then he was with yeah. Then he was with the Habs. They they didn't win, but they they had some pretty good teams when he was there. Oh, he didn't win with the Habs. My fault. I thought he did. No, they didn't win. He didn't win the Stanley Cup with the Habs. He won three though with the Devils. Right. But he was really good with the Habs. The Habs just never won the Cup with him. I don't think. No, they yeah. The, when the second Cup they won with Rua, they didn't win the. Uh, he wasn't on the team yet. He was still on the. De he was on the Devils for a while. Okay, so he was still on the Devils in '93. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Ted was saying, was it always a draft lottery? No, no. Um, as alluded to a little bit by Brad there, back when the Penguins got Lemieux, it was not a draft lottery. If you were the shittiest team, you got the number one pick, which is why they did that trade, <laughs> as uh, Brad was telling us. Randy, Randy Carlisle. He's the, reason, he's the reason the Penguins got Lemieux. Bastard. Bastard. He, had, he, he, he was a good player, though. Randy, Randy Carlisle. He really was. And then he went on and was a pretty good coach, too, for a while. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I think Brian knows that firsthand a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. What? Randy Carlisle well, being a pretty good coach. <laughs> yeah, he won a Stanley Cup in Anaheim. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't bad, right? It wasn't bad at all. I mean, his second no. go around wasn't as good, but his, his first go around was actually really he, he was, he did a damn good job of that roster. Yeah, and, and he was and, and he was a really sneaky, dirty player, and uh, he did score a few goals. <laughs> now the Islanders are coming back and making it close. Too bad, it's five three now. <laughs> now you hate the Blues. <laughs> Well, it was, it, the Flyers, I uh, the, Flyers the, uh, the Blues were ahead 5-1, and now it's 5-3 with five minutes to go in the game, or in the third period. So, God forbid they blow this game. Oh, he kicked that in. How's that a goal? And uh, Crosby out. Oh, if it's a kicking motion, then no, it should not count. No, he stuck his no, – here's here's what happened. Uh, Crosby Hudson, now. Hudson Fashing stuck up his leg. He he stuck his leg out on a on a shot from the point, and he was standing in front of the net. He stuck his leg out, and the puck hit his leg and went in, and they gave it to him. I didn't know you were allowed to do that. Well, probably because it wasn't a distinct kicking motion, but he purposely. See, oh my god! The, the Islanders just scored again. It's five four. Ah, oh, come on! You got to be kidding me. I don't know, what was I just, saying about the Islanders having a rebound got, year? Yeah. <laughs> oh, quick man. striking offense. They're, they're one of those offenses that put up two, three goals on you like that. Yeah, they just think St. Louis's defense is, is, is horrendous. Grace should have stopped that one, though. But that last right. one shouldn't have counted. How are you allowed to stick your leg out 
to deflect a shot. Since when are you allowed to do that? Is that legal? It's, it's the same thing. It, it, it's the it's the same thing when a player um it's the same thing when a player is stopping with their skate, but the puck happens to hit off their skate and go into the goal. Since it's technically not a kicking motion stopping, well, I guess they're looking at it from that angle, which I I guess they're saying they give that leeway, which again I think is bullshit anyway. Because like yeah, you're stopping, but you know what you're doing. You can clearly see yeah, okay, where you're stopping. You and you're do. stopping right where the puck is. You know, it's yeah. like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but no, he actually picked his he actually picked his leg up so that the puck would hit his leg. <laughs> Ruby just took a time. Ruby just took a time out now. So, so now they're uh, <laughs> it's five four now with four minutes and thirty seconds to go in the third period, and it was five one you about. Think uh, happy. You know, I mean, I know the Islanders are going to tie it. It's it's not even a question of if. The question is, are are the Blues going to be able to get a point out of this oh. game? That's a, yeah, that's, that's going to be the question. Um, but uh, Jim was saying uh, uh, Crosby is now 14 points from passing Team Mussolini for 16th all-time, which is, again, I'm actually surprised that he's behind Solani. I thought he was ahead of him, but I'm just a little surprised by that as well. Still, though, it's how great, how great Timo was. I mean, a Hall of Famer himself. So, <laughs> yeah, Timo scored. How many goals did he score for a season? Owns the 70? one 72, 74, something like that. Something ridiculous like that. Yeah, something yeah. like that. He has the. I. I think he still has the all-time rookie. Uh, because that's the one thing Gretzky couldn't get because Gretzky spent his first years in the WHA instead of the NHL. Yeah, but he didn't score 70 goals in his first year in the NHL, did he? No. I mean, Timu's, Timu came in after Gretzky's rookie year, too. Yeah. No. Yeah, he played for the Jets, right. didn't he? But mm -hmm. it, it was the one. Yeah. But, I mean, he did. He really, to, really. Uh, he went into a whole different class when he played for Anaheim, though. He really was, and he was for a very long time. Him and him and Korea together were absolutely yep. filthy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then they brought in Niedermeyer. And Niedermeyer became a great defenseman. That was years later, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But it was just nice, nice to see that because it just you know how bad it probably made Devil fans. <laughs> Could have used him in 2003, I'd tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, only, the only reason the Devils won that series is because <laughs> they had home ice advantage. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was a painful series to watch. It was, you know, it's like, man, I really wanted the Devils to lose that series so fucking bad. It's like, it's like of course they couldn't. It's like. Come on. Can you guys just fucking lose, please, and go the fuck away? No one wanted you to be here in the first fucking cup. No. Fuck. No. And, you know, the NHL probably hated it because nobody liked the Devils and nobody even wanted to watch them because they were such an annoying team. They played the trap, and, you know, they, they the NHL hated them so much they, they made the trap illegal. Pretty much. Because of the and they Devils. did it by making – they also – 
the red they they changed the red line. They made the red line not a non-factor because of uh, because of that. <laughs> the only thing the red line counts yeah. for now is they uh, took away and, and so the NH mm -hmm. pretty much yeah, and then they also made the trapezoid so Broder couldn't skate all around the back of his net with the puck whenever he fucking wanted. That was one of the major reasons why they yeah. put that in place. And then yeah. two line pass rule. The trap made mincemeat out of the two line pass. So you had to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's how much the NHL hated the Devils. They made all these different moves to screw them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you gotta love that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, what's up, Bryce? Yo, Mr. Blackwell, how we are we this evening? And Tom saying they, yeah. Um, uh, we move to the period. So, uh, first period sponsor, uh, that was for a change of career coverage. You want to contact Alan Foy at EXP Realty or give him a call at 302-682-8820 or visit him at the web at alan.foy at exprealty.com. And uh, time for and our fun segment, the second period brought to you by All Campus OC. If you're ever down in the uh, ocean, and you want to get yourself some nice merchandise from your uh, your favorite team, no matter what sport it is, go to All Campus. You're given 20% of everything in their store, including hats, shirts, uh, to all of the A2D subscribers. So get subscribed up. Head on down to Ocean City, New Jersey. And uh, whether it's during the season walking and going or whether it's the offseason, it doesn't really matter. All Campus is always there to serve you. John Coyle, the man, and uh, he does the rant booth as well. So if you want to check that out, which is always a fun time. So definitely head on down there and get yourself some nice merchandise for uh, for the uh, for your favorite team. Speaking of merchandise, by the way, I do believe we have ourselves some new merch that we've got available for. But, uh, Brian, I think you – do you have the info for it? Or – oh, no, here it is, a2dmerch.com. Here it is. Okay. I was looking for it. Brand new site. Get your A2D merch. We got all kinds Add of cool upgrade. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so get your show stuff and uh, show your A2D pride, a2dmerch.com. All right, then. So, gentlemen, let's get started with our fun little game that we're going to have today, and that is Burn It All These Seasons Ago. The original version of the Reverse Retros came out. Well, we have our second round of it. So, uh, uh, Robbie, do you still have that image to share with everybody? I'm going to try that right now. Hold up. All right, then. So while Robbie brings that up, yeah, should be yeah, throughout 76 goals. Team Solani got in his rookie season to set that record. That's so unreal. thank you, Jim, Esposito for, uh, for throwing that at us. How long did that last? 
<laughs> you think about it. Esposito for a long time. <laughs> 78 goals, right? In 78 games. And Timo does it, gets 76 in his rookie year. And yeah, it wasn't it was even crazy. with the full 84, I think it was still at the time. Yeah, I could I couldn't stand Phil Esposito when he was with Boston. I couldn't stand him when he was with the Rangers either. Big slow fat piece of shit. Stood in front of the net and just stood in front of the net. The greatest garbage man to ever play hockey. <laughs> He made he made Chris yeah. Kreider look like it. Yeah, has there ever like been, has anyone ever been called the garbage man? Uh, well, I used to call <laughs> you know the garbage. Yeah, because I, I, like I don't they, know. I, I don't know if anybody ever. Wayne Simmons was a garbage man. There he was. He was, but well, we love that. Yeah, no, no, it's I okay. Mean, I mean, we listen. <laughs> we, Chris Kreider is a garbage man. If you ever saw one. Yeah, so is JVR. I mean, these guys, it's not necessarily a bad oh, yes, term to call is. a garbage man. No. It's just the, the term comes from, you know, just scoring guys who garbage, just, Yeah, well, scoring garbage goals, scoring rebounds. Mm -hmm. Rebound goals, in. standing out in front, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, hey, listen. Uh, What's the... The ugly ones count just as much as the pretty ones when it comes to hockey. Yes, they do. And that's just how. By it the works. way, the uh, <laughs> Blues hung on, scored a couple of couple of empty net goals against the uh, Islanders, and get the seven to four victory. So good. <laughs> also, Jason Roberts. By the way, uh, to extend his streak. By the way, Ted. Uh, apparently, you rule as according to uh, uh, Brad rules. Apparently, according to Ted on that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. But by, by, by the way, but by the way, I, I know I haven't been able to comment on, on this, but I am really pissed off the Rangers traded Ryan Reeves. Uh, you guys are gonna when we go into Philly, you guys are gonna beat the shit out of us. <laughs> I, I, I mean, we may win the game, but you guys are gonna beat the shit out of us. I mean, what are what are we gonna do if if Delorier and uh, Seely and uh, who's the other goon? Oh, you and McEwen. what are we gonna do with what are we gonna do with these guys? Just decide that they're gonna start abusing some of our players. Who's gonna stick their nose in to, to fight any of these guys? Oh, right here it is. Truba, we're we're gonna have our captain have to fight one of those guys. I mean. Sometimes I think our, our GM is pretty freaking stupid too, guys. Oh wow, look at that. Yeah. So I still say that Florida Panther our... jersey is the best one though. And that's all the way at the top left. Well I guess it's time to jump in on this then. And we, oh. we might as well start since uh the love for the We will uh make that the First jersey to dive into. So, gents, let's get started with it. The Florida Panthers retro reverse jersey. Brad already, he'll wear it. What do you guys, will? will you guys wear it or will you burn it? Go ahead, Brian. Uh, Florida Panthers, I'd wear it.
Yeah, yeah, I'd wear it, man. Yeah. I, I I love the te- I love like the sky blue type, almost borderlining on teal and the palm tree. I definitely rock that. I wear it. All right then. I I'll be honest with you. I I, uh, I like the choice of the logo. I like how they chose the shoulder logo from back in the day instead of going with the uh, the panther. Well, no, I love the old Florida Panthers logo. I always love that logo. Um, but I do like that it has the shoulder patch from that era back in the day, which I always thought was an interesting look. Yeah. Yeah, I'd want to look in Jersey. Hey, you know what, Maddie? I'm going to stop sharing that. So let's see that here. Next bit. up. I'm, Maddie, real quick. I'm going uh, to stop sharing this and, and make a bigger image for you guys to see. Sounds good to me. Okay, then. So, yeah, Rob, go ahead and do that. And uh, here, let me just pull up the poll again. And, yeah, there we go. Cool, cool. So, back up to that before we get the bigger image there. Okay, back again. Let's pop that one right back in there. Yeah, there we go. Much better. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. No problem. Okay, then. so next up we have the Montreal Canadiens who are have a bit of that, also a little bit of that sky blue, powder bluish look here, um, and then a dark blue on the stripe like normal with the regular red and white logo that they have. Um, this one I feel like is a, I think it's a slight homage to the Nordiques with their colors. I think that that's what this was based off of, the color scheme at least, um, to their old oh, absolutely. Quebec rivals. Absolutely. Actually, I, yeah. You know, for Montreal, I don't mind this jersey, honestly. You know, I'd wear it. I think this is actually a, a nice-looking jersey, and I think it makes the logo pop a lot, very, very well in, the, in that look. I'd burn it. Burn that motherfucker <laughs> to the ground. How Our dare you burn. use the how dare you? How dare you, Montreal, use the colors of the Quebec Nordiques on your jersey? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Are, are we gonna start are we gonna so, start the French the, the French and British war now? Well, I mean, Colorado <laughs> does it because that's where they came from. And they're legit in that. Mm-hmm. This is fucking Fugazi. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on this one, Robbie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? The Canadians, the Canadians' jerseys are so nice. I don't know why they would why they would even bother having another jersey. I mean, they have the, probably some of the nicest color schemes for both their home and road uniforms, so... Well, they're hamstrung a little bit, Brad, because their jerseys never change. So how do you go retro? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I remember, though. I mean, they were the team for a long time. I mean, they did. True. But, I mean, that white jersey with the blue and the red stripe with the logo on it, which I thought would always be interesting if they decided to make that their regular away jersey. They actually have the same jersey scheme. And have still have the classic red for your home, but have the white for the road. Actually, they were decided to incorporate that. But then again, some people who might be Habs fans would then 
call blasphemy on them not having their regular white with the red stripe at the top uh, <laughs> home uh, uh, away jersey that they had for a long time. Agreed. Let's see here. Benny said he's not a fan of the Habs one, so he's burning it too. Um, I'd have to burn it. Brad, too. did you uh, you burn right? Yeah, I all right then. Canadians, I, I have no use for the Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> when I grew that up, original they, six they hatred always... boiling through. <laughs> Listen, when I grew up, they won every year, and it was really, really tough to take. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could understand. I could understand. I mean, if it was boiling your blood, I could imagine how a Boston fan feels about it. So yeah, well, yeah, uh, yeah. You definitely. Yeah, because that was the team Montreal usually beat in the finals to get their cups. Usually, yeah, they they, they, took care, they took care of us one year too, in seventy eight seventy. That's true. And they yeah. took care of the Flyers in 76 and ended the Broad Street Bully Dynasty. So, yeah, they, they reigned terror in the 70s. They did. Yeah, and uh, so, man. They, they just had – their whole team was Hall of Fame players. Don't forget, there was no draft back then. So they just – you know, every French-Canadian player, you know, that was in junior hockey <laughs> wanted to play for the Canadians. And so they got them all. I mean, you know, they got Lafleur, Beliveau, Cornoyer, Richard, you know, both both the – the, the big the big guy and the little guy, you know, the two brothers. Well, you know. Well, to be was, fair, it, though, it was the, ridiculous. The, well, to be fair, though, the, the Fleur one was more of a they just fleeced California of their pick, and then they picked yeah, Guy Lafleur. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they kind of just the dumb organization. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is why all the players bolted for the WHA when they. Uh, as soon as the WHA came, half the team went to the WHA. So that was the that that's what ultimately upended that organization. Yeah, you could thank Charles Finley for that one. Yep, yep. But um, let's see here. Well, they didn't want to wear white skates. All right. I mean, so can on. You imagine the, can you imagine the abuse? <laughs> no, I don't even know why the shark. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute, but. All right, yeah, the famous picture with the nose. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But um, all right, on to Detroit's jersey here, which is just Detroit spelled in white on the bl on black stripes with a red jersey. This is a definite reverse of their old style jerseys that they had back in the day, which was just white with red stripes and Detroit spelled white ring on the red stripes, uh, which was like back in the 30s or the 20s, I believe it would have been. But um. I'm burning this jersey. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no question. That's an awful jersey. I wouldn't even waste the gasoline on it. I just throw it away in the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Don. Don. Benny's on our than, side. Burn it. That's worse than an ugly Christmas sweater. But if I recall yeah. correctly, I think John Don said that he wasn't a fan of it himself. So he's probably all with us on that. Yeah, no, I mean, there's nothing to it. It's there. It's just. Yeah, they, by the way, their their regular uniforms are great. So just just to just to make a point, I'm not anti-Detroit. I just 
that jersey's terrible. Right. We, we have just a little, a, a little imagination. All right. On. Well, again, I think this is another well, situation where it's similar yeah. to like. Yeah, that would be nice. I think it's another situation where it's similar to, to Montreal. They don't really, they haven't really made many changes to their jerseys over over time. So you kind of don't really have a whole lot to go on. Agreed. Yeah. Well, Don Don, I think summarizes it. Yeah, that shit is trash. Yeah. <laughs> or Rob, do we get a draft lottery show? We'll definitely keep that. We'll keep that date um, thumbtacked, and uh, we'll see if we can get that draft lottery show and make it happen. We'll, we'll try to see if we can do that when that time rolls around for you, Ted. So stay even tuned for that. Do, even do a jump on a live or something. You know what I mean? At the very least, if it's not our night, you know? Right. Right. Something. We'll do something. Okay. So let's see here. On to Calgary's. And I'll be honest with you, I went back and forth on Calgary's. I thought, like, interesting. It's just you take the white away and put the C white instead of making the C red like you did with those original jerseys. By the way, I always loved this design from Calgary. Uh, I always loved this jersey design that they had. But uh, I'm kind of... <sighs> I don't have a third option. I got to go with it. And this is my fault. I said burn it or wear it. I'll wear it. I'll wear it. You want to know why? Because I still love that jersey design. I'm going to, I'll hold it with pride. I still love that design. I'll go with it. I love it. I, I think it's one of the better jerseys that came out with this year. I just think everything all together, the whole, the whole just scheme, it just works. Damn it. Just like that, they tied the game up. Right. Yeah, and even that little L at the bottom, too. You know, it makes it a little pop a little bit, leading to the C. The only thing I could say bad about this was I actually like Calgary's last year better with the horse and the stampede. I like that better, and the flames coming off of, like, like what would be the main. Um, but I like this jersey, too. I'd wear it. Yeah, the only reason why they didn't do that, Robbie, is because they went with that as their alternate jersey this year. That's their alternate uh, logo. Of course they are. That jersey's fucking hot fire. Literally. Dude, that shit, that that other oh, alternate jersey is. I like it even better than I like this one. <laughs> I, I see what you did there, Rob. <laughs> Spit that fire. Don't, yes. Please. Don't think I didn't. <laughs> uh, Brad. <laughs> I like it. I Brad, like what uh, what are you doing? You like it? Yeah, are you wearing it? it? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. I think it looks real sharp. Yeah, that C really pops on the black. That it does. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen them wear that old Atlanta jersey, uh, too. Is... That Atlanta jersey was pretty nice. The Atlanta Ooh, flame jersey. The red and yellow call. one. Good call. Right. But right. that's okay. Oh, no, no, no. This is fine. Yeah. Uh, Benny's is saying uh, flames uh, would wear it. So Benny's on the wear it side for that one. Smart man. All right, gents. We move on to the yeah. We move on to the Edmonton Oilers. Oh boy. So um, 
there are some interesting thoughts to this one. So I know where this came from. This came from that early 2000s era where they were playing around with maybe changing the logo, changing the design of the jersey. The problem is that I was not a massive fan of this particular era of the Oilers look because I was not, I, I don't think I was as huge a fan of their sort of extreme, like let's tone all of our colors down look that they had to compete with the other team's looks in the 90s. Um, I, I wasn't a fan of the copper and dark navy blue look that the Oilers had at the time. Uh, so I, I kind of would burn this. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of this particular era of the Oilers. At least I wasn't a big fan of it. Their teams were fun because they had some scrappy-ass teams at the time. But I'm not a huge fan of this one. This one I love. I love it better than the original one. This one, I think, with the orange in it, actually makes everything pop a little bit more. I think it's just a better, better thought-out design. Um, I, you know, the one before in, what was it, 2006 when they originally introduced it was kind of black. It was just bland. There was, like, nothing to it. This I like with the orange introduced along right. with all, all the stripes and the, and the lettering numbers and especially that oil drop in the center of the, the um, logo there. I, I love it. I, I would absolutely wear this. It looks like a little animal with an eye. <laughs> I mean, it looks, it looks like, I think it's it supposed to be a like gear. A, I think that's what they were going for. Yeah, like oh, that's little, exactly what it is. Yeah, looks like a snake. I mean, Maybe that was what they were going for too. Looks like a reptile with a red eye. Yeah. Uh, you ever watch those scary? Maybe, movies? maybe on how you fit. I mean, you ever see that? Ever see well, that with the bad CGI movie? and the shitty uh, monster movies. Yeah, yeah. Well, you ever see that one? That that one? Uh, that that one horror movie with the giant snakes, with with the giant anacondas, and they all. Oh, anaconda! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that's what it looks. It looks like the head looks like a giant anaconda. That could be pretty intimidating on the ice, though, eh? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm surprised that the mix takes a little bit. I mean, I think Brian was more siding with me. Maddie, this is actually my favorite of all 32. Really? Uh, in fact, Interesting. I'm strongly considering getting a Connor McJesus um, <laughs> jersey in this because <laughs> what I love about it, I love like the oil streaking with the, with the lines. It really has like a comic book feel up to it. And if you notice on that gear, there's five um, uh, sprungs, right? Which represents mm. each of their five cups. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Nice. Oh, okay. Nice. Like, nice. Yeah, that is good. Nice. That is good. It's hard. It's hard to see that. It's like um, it's kind of it's that subtle tribute. Like the Islanders do the same thing with what looks like stick tape with the stripes on the stick. That's four for the four cups that the Islanders have. So I like that. I like that. See, with those gears, they look like the little like the body of the snake, though. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, you know, I mean, I honestly, depending upon your feel of the Oilers, you know, yeah, Peter well, Pocklington, yeah, uh, some people might consider him a snake. So, you know, <laughs> with the way that he... <laughs> Well, I'm sure Calgary fans would agree with, agree with my assessment of that. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a pretty cool-looking jersey myself. I, I, I'd wear it. All right. Well, Benny's is uh, saying Oilers. There's hell to the gnaw, no matter what they do around it. The logo sucks. <laughs> and uh, 
First one we Bryce is saying, on. Right. Bryce is saying, love the uniforms. Bryce, feel free to throw out any ones that you really that you really love. Uh, John's saying, Oilers is awful. Symbol looks like a snot rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. <laughs> oh, man, wouldn't that be great? Uh, uh, eh. Sorry. But you know what? If they go back to the copper one, every time boogers have a strange consistency every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very polarizing jersey. I like it. Yeah. Yep. All right, then. So now we move on to the Jets. So this one, a bit of a, a shout out to the original Jets, which I mean, that's no surprise. Of course, they're going to do a shout out to the original. Um. How do you feel about the jersey itself? Like, I mean, the logo is a classic, of course. Um, the striping, I get that it's kind of their – it's their current color scheme. But um, I don't know. I just – I'm not a huge fan of this jersey. Like, I don't think it's, like, the shittiest jersey in the world. I just don't – I don't know. I feel like it's too kind of just bleh. It's just kind of there. You know what I mean? There's nothing that stands out about it. I agree with that. It is kind of just blah. I mean, I love that original. Like, the logo itself is dope. Everything else is just pretty standard. I mean, I, I don't hate it. I don't – I would – I'm going to go wear it. Like, I wouldn't burn it, but it is kind of like a meh. Yeah, I got gotcha. Um, Let's see. Benny's is saying he loves the Jets ones, though, so he would wear that. Uh, Brad, how do you feel about this one? I'd wear it. I think it's pretty cool. Wear looking. Okay. Brian, yeah, how like you feeling about this? I, I like the vintage look to it. Like, it's traditional. It's traditional Winnipeg Jets, and it's got that vintage look with the new color scheme. I like it. I would definitely wear it. All right then. So now we go on to the Tampa Bay Lightning, which I think this is pretty much just the white version of the jersey that they did the last time that we had this retro reverse, where you had the rain coming down. Um, over the Tampa logo, or no, actually, it isn't the exactly the way that they had it, but still, this jersey, of course, um, the original version of it was blue with white raindrops coming down, um, and had like the storm waves brewing at the bottom, you know, with the white on it. I, I'm not a fan of it, like, if it was the blue background. Yes, I would absolutely go with that. The original version of this jersey, um, yes. This version of it, nah. Like it, to me, it's just kind of, eh. you know, white sky, clear day, and it's raining, and we got storm going down on the high sea. Come on, I, I'm not. I don't like this one. <laughs> yeah, it's just too much going on on this one for me. I don't like it either. It's just, uh, just way too much going on. Yeah, to me, I'd burn it, man, because to me, it looks like a soccer jersey. And fuck soccer. Heard that. <laughs> Listen, I, I know there's some hard feelings because the U.S. lost to the Netherlands, but I mean, exactly. we were playing. I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing the Netherlands, though, brother. Come on. The fact that we actually got a goal, we should be impressed with that. True. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. Don't belong on the ice. It. They answered it two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> they said, yeah, oh, they yeah. really did. They really did. Yeah, uh, well, I just, I'm just more along the lines of just fuck soccer in general. So it has nothing to do with the fact <laughs> that the men's team lost. 
Let's see. Uh, Benny's saying Tampa Bay trash. Too busy. Burn it. John is. I'm with you. <laughs> John's saying, I think what is throwing off all the jerseys for me is that the models they hired look like they couldn't give a shit about hockey at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I was thinking because I'm going to jump ahead to Toronto. I'm burning it mostly. Because I want to smack the shit out of that bottle. Like, like, what are you looking at, bro? What are you looking at? I just want to smack the shit out of him. So fuck that jersey. Exactly. It looks like shit anyway. Okay. Okay, so Rob and Brad are on the burn it side of it. I hate to agree, but I do. Not because of the model so much. I'll say this before I'll say it again. I do not like Toronto's logo. I I know why they went back to it. I know why they went to that logo because that was the logo when they were winning championships and everything. But I'll be honest with you, as shitty of an owner as Harold Ballard's era was, I actually preferred that Maple Leaf logo over this one. I just prefer that one. Maybe it's because it looks more like the one on the Canadian flag, and I feel like that's a better one. But anyway, so yeah, fuck this. I'm burning that jersey. Brian, how do you feel least. about Toronto's? It's the least, too. <laughs> yeah. I, wear I wear it. I like it. It's I like the, the white on the shoulders. I think that, that makes the jersey pop a little bit. I like it. I'd wear it. <laughs> I love Betty's nation. He looks like that because you just <laughs> Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> and then... And then he also says, burn the maple leaves. So he's not a fan of that jersey. Just saying, you can punch the maple leaves guy in his puffed out chest. He would start crying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Ted's got some interesting news. Source confirms the Phillies are close to signing lefty reliever Matt Strame to a two-year deal for 15 mil. That's sources. Trump. What sources do you have? <laughs> that, that's How do you know? Maybe he's got an inside guy. <laughs> he has inside guy's Twitter. But, yeah, my, my question is why? John Clark, he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, on base, it's, it's on MLBTradeRumors.com, and they're pretty much uh, right on the button. By the way, your boy Lugo looks like he's going to uh, the Red Sox or Padres. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's what it looks like, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Let's Steve go. can always change that. Yeah, right. Let's go, Max. All right, then, gentlemen. So we go to the Anaheim Duckies. And, uh, yeah, so this one, I'll be honest with you. I still like this design. Even if they have the modern colors, I'll wear it. Honestly, I don't really think that you can't really do this jersey wrong with the old style logo and everything. Fuck, it's the Mighty Ducks. You really can't do this wrong. Honestly, you can't. Yes, you can. Oh, what? If you've seen some, if you've seen some of the, you mean the one I'm wearing now? (laughs) Yes. I gotta like. They did did that wrong twice. But no, I'm, I'm... but no, they they did a good job on this one. I I think they they hit the nail right on the head on this one. Um, 
vintage look going back to the glory days mixed in with the modern so i'm, I'm all about this one obviously i would wear this one all right then so wear it wear it for me and bry uh rob how you feeling on this one yeah yeah i wear this definitely I, I, I again, right, I like the angular. I like the angular piping at the bottom too. Um, see, I don't. I, I stray away from more of like the jets and the maple leaves that are more the standard, you know, like uniform. Some people like that, and that's why we're seeing mixed reviews there. But I, I've always liked the angles, especially around the cuff of the arm and the base of the jersey. Absolutely. All right then, Brad. How you feeling about the ducks? I like that jersey. I like All it. I've right seen then, them wear so. the jersey. I've seen them wear the jersey in a game too, and it it looks pretty good. Yeah, that's that's All another right one. Then. It's like it's like the Calgary jersey where it's, when it's all together, it looks yeah, it really, looks really, really good. good. All right then, so we're we're wear it all around here. Even Benny's on the wear it side of things right here, saying wear it. Love the duck sweater. Ted saying Buffalo should go back to their old logo. We'll put a thumbtack in that because we're about to talk about that in just a moment. Um, John saying, I wish I could gift wrap the girl in the Ducks jersey under Brian's Christmas tree. Brian has a GF already, then a three-way is in store for my boy. <laughs> On fire! Could definitely use that for Christmas, I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. This is why I love Johnny, um, always looking out for me. Right. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Ted saying uh, the Ducks should put their old colors on that jersey. They did. Uh, um, they did. Well, a few years ago, isn't that their alternate right now? Then uh, they did um, a modern push on on that one, the 25th anniversary jersey. Legally, they can't put their old colors on it because oh. Disney still owns that jersey. Really? Wow. Mm. Ah, money grab motherfucker. <laughs> Well, but I mean, they did a tribute to that jersey a couple years ago, where they they wore it like twice in the entire year. They wore the um, old eggplant one, but they had to jump through hoops just to get it for two games. They they legally can't do it because Disney still owns the rights to those jerseys. Right. Well, fuck Disney. We'll just go with that. (laughs) Um, on to Buffalo. Oh, so, yes, I remember this logo. I, I used to dread seeing this one when the Flyers would go up against it. Uh, but <laughs> uh, this one is the white jersey uh, instead of the black version of the jersey. So um, black, red, and silver. Uh, you know, I, I will say that these jerseys were – I actually liked these ones. When Buffalo had these colors, I thought, you know what? I actually like this look. So I'm kind of fine with that. Not saying I would want to wear it, but yes. All right, I will. All right, so this jersey I do thoroughly like. Um, And the reason they didn't go with the black, red, and gray is because that's their alternate this year now. Um, Right. They they went with that a couple weeks ago, I think, was the first time they debuted it. Uh, But that's the reason why they didn't go with the original color scheme, too. That's why they went with their current one. But I would absolutely in a heartbeat wear this jersey. Yeah, I, I get this jersey, but I'd have to get it with, like a Chaton jersey so it could have Satan on the back. 
Good old uh, Mirror Slash Satan. I remember him. <laughs> he was a good yeah. player, too. He was. I think he was Buffalo's best player, too, for a period of time, especially in this year, I think. That guy used to score 30 goals a season. <laughs> uh, so, Brett, would you wear this guy? Yeah. I like it. I, I, I didn't okay. see the whole... I saw the whole thing, you know, and I didn't like the pants at all because they had yellow pants, which I, I didn't like that at all. That kind of disgusted me. But uh, <laughs> I like the shirt. By the way, Benny's is on on that side too. He says Jersey's okay. Not a fan of it when they pair with the white pants. Yeah, there you go. Okay. There you go. Yeah, there's a lot of white going on there, but the jersey itself I love. Mm-hmm. And to the dude that are saying the Eagles are trash, yeah. Real trash, eleven on one, bro. Eleven on one. So the top of the NFL, <laughs> eleven on one. Who's saying that? Well, no, Cowboys not, hater. Yeah, not, not. I don't even know how to say his name. I'm not even try it. Jack Prescott's you know, uh, yeah, Nate you know, Rosario or Nate Rosario. How many? How many uh, playoff wins does uh, Dak have? Just Maybe. ask it for a friend. Maybe one. I think he has <laughs> he has almost as many as Hertz. And Hertz is, doesn't even have one. Right. So it's <laughs> I, I, I Dak may have one. I think he may have beat the Eagles one year a long time ago. Yeah, he, I think he only has one. I don't think he even beat the Eagles. I think he wound up beating the Packers that year. I think that was the team he beat and he lost to the I think he lost to the Niners in the the NFC championship of that year. Yeah, isn't that too bad? That's a shame. Yeah, they lost. I, I know they lost last year to the 49ers. I know. When the Eagles played the Cowboys earlier this year, they smoked them. Yeah. I mean, Dak. Dak doesn't everybody do a quarterback run with no timeouts? Something like that. In the playoffs? <laughs> 14 seconds to go? It's fine. It's fine. We'll let, we'll let, we'll let him have his time. It's fine. They're playing good football right now, so I'll give, I'll give the Cowboys that. They're playing good football. Yeah, they they are. Uh, you know, Benny's it doesn't mean, it doesn't the, mean uh, the anything. They're saying if they lose to the Eagles, it then it then all those other wins prove nothing. Yeah. Um, all right, Buffalo. <laughs> uh, or Boston. Well, sorry. Before we move on to Boston, Benny's saying Disney needs to let them have the D five jersey, and then. Uh, <laughs> And then Ted also said, yeah, every playoff wasn't fun. Yeah, you saw that Buffalo logo, and you're just like, fuck. Why do we always have to fucking face them? Every goddamn year. Every fucking year. But anyway, uh, let's see. Ted saying hurts MVP. And then uh, Benny's saying he beat Seattle. And then uh, Ted reinforced that. And All right, moving on. So to Boston we go. So this jersey, I, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of this. I like the design of the jersey itself with the scratching at the bottom. I'm not a fan of the bear. The bear's not hostile. It's like, it's like well, if the bear was like angry and swiping, okay, looks, maybe I can get behind too, this. He looks way too cute. You right, know, right. Like, it's like, like a bear. <laughs> yes, right. It's like, like a well, <laughs> he 
think, yeah. It's like he's like one of those circus bears that has the muzzle over the mouth so you can actually touch him and pet him and you don't have to worry about getting your hand bitten off or swiped off, you know? It's like, and if it was the yellow version, which was the original version of this, the one that Ray Bork wore, it would be like a Winnie the Pooh kind of jersey going on here. So, you know, I mean, honestly, I, 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 I no, I'm burning Yogi. this one. Looks like Smokey, actually. I was gonna say Yogi Smokey. Smokey. He looks like Smokey. I mean, come on. Is he gonna put out a forest fire? Are you playing hockey or are you putting out forest fires? Come on now. Right, right. So I'm burning this one. <laughs> I'll wear it. I love it. I think it looks great. All right, it's then. A, it's also a Boston jersey, which automatically, just because I'm a Yankee fan, it automatically. Uh, it automatically gets burned. To be honest even with you, it, I'm not. Even if it was nice, it'd get burned. Right. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't. I don't even really give a shit about the Bruins. So you know what? I could care less. Burn that shit as. Burn it real fast. Just burn them all. Kill it with fire. <laughs> wow. All right. I, mean, I could go with this. I could go with the Smokey the Bear comparisons. Only you can prevent forest fires. But to me, this logo would be much more interesting if it had the buckshot going through the top, like the great outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. There you go. Burn it. Uh, all right, then. That movie. So Rob's on the burn it. I'm on the burn it. Brad's on the burn it. Rob, I mean, Brian is on the wear it. Benny's is saying, I actually like the Bruins jerseys. I know most don't. So he's on the wear it. Interesting. What did Ted say? I couldn't even tell it was a bear. Looks like a big pile of shit. Yeah. Sometimes when you... Right. Fuck Boston. Sometimes when you have a secondary logo, it's on the shoulder for a reason. It's not meant to be the main logo. <laughs> yeah. Very true. You're Ted saying he looks like, he looks the like Eeyore, the depressed donkey. Oh, that is fucking brilliant. <laughs> Oh my god, Yo, that's great. I marked that 201. Oh. 201. That would make a fabulous YouTube Hey, boo boo. Good Benny. Yeah, hey, boo boo. I'm Benny's station. Oh my god. It, it like Ted's like, burn them all. Great album. All great. <laughs> oh man. John's saying uh, five of the final seven jerseys on the top row look like you have to take off to <laughs> take off to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's oh my, right, right. Oh my god! All right, then. So on to uh, on to our next one, Nashville. So this one, um, you know, uh, <laughs> it's gonna sound kind of funny. I actually kind of like this one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I might be and I might be on an island here, but I kind of dig this one. I like the logo. I have to be completely honest with you. I think the logo is what really sells this one for me. I know Nashville did have this logo and had a yellow jersey similar, but they took the silver out, which I think wasn't the worst decision in the world to have the yellow and the blue instead of having the silver in there along with it. So, you know what? Yeah, I'll wear it. I'll dig this one. 
I'll burn it. I'm burning it. I'm burning it. That thing is disgusting. It's ugly. I'll give you the yellow mustard. So yellow jerseys and hockey are not acceptable. Right. (laughs) And I can hear that. I mean, this mustard is a little off-putting, but for the logo itself, it's everything the Bruins logo is not. So by a slim margin, I'll wear it. All right, then. So there we go. My brother standing beside me on that one. (laughs) Both wearing it. Meanwhile, Brian and Brad are burning that shit. (laughs) Smashville. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Beefy catfish people. All right. On to the the St. Louis Blues. All right. So this is where I'll jump on the bandwagon on the yellow jerseys. I actually will burn this one. This one's stupid looking. (laughs) It's kind of a playoff of the Saskatoon Blues look slash the – we changed it to St. Louis because they decided that they weren't going to get sold. Um, so, but yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not a big fan of this one. So burn it. Yeah, burn it. It's just the logo to me. It just does nothing for me. It's not so much the colors; it's the logo that does nothing for me. I'm burning it. Burn this motherfucker. Yeah, burn it. Looks awful. And uh, Benny's on blues. Burn that too. By the way, uh, the haters saying that Cowboys going to be Philly, and then uh, John saying uh, Arizona looks like a college NCAA jersey, suitable to wear while playing in front of thirty five hundred fans at home. It actually looks like early, early, early nineties ECW Taz before it was called Extreme. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> And Ted, uh, no, the teams did not come up with these. I think they had some consulting with the with Adidas, but this was mostly an Adidas project for them. So, that orange one is. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That Arizona one. Normally, they hit that they hit a home run with their jerseys when they go to this design. But oh, they fell flat on their fucking face. I'm burning the shit out of that one. Yeah. yeah. Can I, I? Can you save it so you can wash your car with it? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a chamois. <laughs> it looks like a fucking. Chamois. I mean, that's. I mean, I think you can wash your car with it. <laughs> Bring that shit out. It's fucking phone dry. A second later. Shine, shine the car. After you, after you wax it, you can use that to get the wax. Off. Yeah. Just don't, I, listen, don't forget lo- the turtle I wax. I always love the logo. If you're just going by the logo alone, I like the big blown up size of uh, what do you call that, Maddie? You know the name of that. Um, it's uh, the figure that they use for their logo. Oh, it, it's um, it's uh, well, I don't think it has a name, but it's just the it's the um, the Chiquin, um coyote basically. Right. It's the right. it's the right. Native right. American right. design to it. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. I, I dig that aspect of it. the coloration makes this dude look like Friar Tuck. <laughs> A little bit of breaking news here, boys. Oh, boy. What is it? Shane Wright on December 5th finally pots his first goal in the NHL. Wow. Well, yeah, I heard he got called up tonight. I heard he got called up for today, for for what last night's game. Yeah, he's playing tonight. He finally scored tonight against the Canadians. He was just on a conditioning loan down in the AHL. But December fifth, 
Shane Wright finally gets his his uh, first. Yeah, he's he. It's been a struggle for him. Mm-hmm. You're starting to see why he dropped to four. Yep. Five, four, five, five. Bad attitude too. I heard. Yeah, his attitude is not. It's been what it is. Yeah, that's why he Ooh. got sent down. Didn't they have that uh, red flag too before he got drafted as well? Yes. That's why he dropped. He's the Josh Rosen of uh, hockey. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Benny's Nation saying Arizona burned that. Burn it. Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And and Tab was asking that. And and Benny's (laughs) saying, nice call, Mac John. Uh, And then. Ted was saying, uh, you can wipe your brown eye with a two. <laughs> oh. And then uh, John's. Chocolate starfish? And John was saying, what? the Arizona guy looks. <laughs> Very good Limp Bizkit album, by the way. Uh, John, by the way, is saying, the Arizona guy looks like he needs Manscaped. Shit looks like a big muff bush. <laughs> and it's a shame that we. Oh, that would have been a great segue. Damn. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Looking at a close blown up anyway. on my screen, Maddie, you can see that there is like a little cacti and, and the mountains and the desert faded in. But you can barely see that in the dark brown that they use as the bottom layer. Like, yeah. Ugh. Good marketing job, guys. Right? <laughs> but All right. on. And, the, and they had that solid green that also makes it camouflaged even more. So it's yeah, like, right. come on, guys. Think. Think. I understand when they did the blue one. Like, I get that. Night sky. Makes sense. I actually dig that one. This one, I don't know, like, to try midday. No one likes midday in the desert. They prefer. So let's go on to Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's... um. I kind of dig this one. This is a good ode to the North Stars. I, I see where this is going. Um, I I, I kind of like it because, I'll be honest with you, I, I never thought the North Star should have never moved in the first place. So I feel like this is – I, I, I kind of like it, honestly. Benny's already burning this one. He's not happy on that one. <laughs> All right, gents, how about you? Wear it. Wear it? Okay. Yeah, I'll wear it too. I'll wear it too. I like to throw it back to the North Stars. It's it, it, I, I, it's my favorite fantasy uh, sport name of all time. Right, <laughs> Brad. How about you? I like it. I like it. I used to have a Minnesota uh, a Minnesota North Stars jersey. It was uh, Dennis Extall, by the way. Uh, nice. Yeah, well, it's because the Rangers <laughs> traded him there. And I was always mad. I was always mad at them for doing that because him and Goldsworthy ended up being really good together. And of course, we got Goldsworthy mm. back like a thousand years after his prime, but whatever. <laughs> that just ain't that how it anyway, always goes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Rangers for you. Uh, <laughs> I like that jersey. It's very, very well done. Gotcha. <laughs> Ted saying the Arizona one looks like Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. If you close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh. <laughs> well done, nice. well done. Oh boy, that was mean. <laughs> oh, nice one, nice one, Ted. All right, 
on to the Dallas Stars. Um, this one is also a bit of a, it's a throwback to their old style. Um, only difference is, is that it's the modern color scheme. Uh, yeah, it's kind of meh for me. Maybe it's because of the different low. It's because of the different color. Because they took the yellow out. They took the gold out. So I don't hate this jersey, but hmm, I wish it still had. I wish it had the gold. I really do. I think that's what's killing it for me, at least the vibe wise. I don't know about you guys. Never wear anything that 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 uh, has something to do with Dallas. Never ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what it looks like. If it's Dallas, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob. Yeah, I definitely wear it. I, I just love that era. Like, I think Mike Madonna, you know what I mean? Like, when they first moved to Dallas and shit like that, you know, bringing in Brett Hall and shit like that. Like, I dig it. I, I can see your point taking away the gold, but uh, I actually kind of like it better with the modern green versus that it was more that the green that you're we speaking of was closer to the Minnesota Wilds jersey. Right. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I'm with you, Rob. I like the chrome look instead of the gold look here. Um, I would absolutely wear it. I think I've seen this jersey all together with, with the rest of the gear. It's a sharp-looking jersey. It's a sharp-looking uniform. I think Reebok – or, yeah, Reebok. I think Adidas did a good job on this one. All right. They say she's saying stars would actually wear it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's they only, only going to be worn if it's a Jason Robertson jersey. Yes, yes. Gotcha. Talk about him sense. in the shootout. Johnson's I got a hot. I got a real hot take on Jason Robertson later on in the show. So stick with us. I know we're going Ooh. long. Stick with us. See John saying horse jockey twenty two. What the fuck is that next to the stars jersey? Well, I'm happy <laughs> you asked. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, this is a logo that is. Usually an alternate logo that they have. Um, this one, you know, I'm kind of, I'm back and forth on this one, you know? Like, it's not a terrible design. Logo's okay. Um, but you know what? I'm going to say... Wear it. I'm gonna wear it. Ladies and gentlemen, bitch. he's wearing it. He's burning it. I'm Why burning you burning it, Brian? It's, it's it, it. Look at it. It's a monstrosity. It's. It <laughs> I don't even know where to go. It's like standard, and then it gets real busy real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't have as much going on like the Tampa Bay one does, but true, true, true. Uh, it's just no, no. All right, then going on it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. I'd burn it. No, all right. <laughs> all right then. I, I think I want to burn it basically uh, just because of Dan Dan Mendel, though. Yeah, fuck <laughs> that guy. <laughs> ben, 
Betty's Nation saying Canucks would start where it. Okay. Um, let's see. Betty's saying Canucks is actually my favorite. Something about Johnny Canuck. That's right. That's the name of the guy. About Johnny Canuck with numbers just above it. Johnny Canuck. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Seattle. Um, well, this isn't a retro jersey because Seattle doesn't have any retro jerseys. But um, in terms of just having a, an interesting out there kind of look, um, you know, I, I'm kind of – I'm not digging it. I'm actually not digging this one. I think uh, it's a little too much for me. Yeah, uh, I'm not digging this. I think that's awful. And burn it. Yeah, I didn't think you'd get worse than a Detroit All one. All right, so I'm going to burn it. <laughs> yeah, that's burn bad. It. That's bad. You know, you can burn the Sharks jersey, too. Oh, my God, is that bad. Yeah, we're getting into some real gems right on Oh, we'll talk about that. Aisle. Yeah, absolutely, Robbie. That Sharks jersey, oh, my God. That's brutal. Uh, the so only reason why – the... go ahead, Braddy. I was that, just saying, I think we're all four on the burn it. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And move it and jump right to the Sharks because Brad brought it up. The only reason why I would wear the Sharks jersey is I'd be too afraid to run into someone wearing this Sharks jersey and fucking get lit up. Like, this dude, this, this jersey looks straight up gangster. Like, I'm about to get shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just going to wear it so I blend in. <laughs> um... You know, honestly, no, I'm burning that shit because why the fuck would you throw out a tribute to the California Golden Seals? One of the shit, the probably the shittiest ran organization in the history of the NHL. Oh, fuck yeah, no. Fuck no. Fucking burn that shit. Why the fuck did you even talk about making that design? I'm offended. I am fucking offended you would even acknowledge the Seals. But anyway. All right. Uh, Bernie. Rob's on the burn. Uh, well, he's on the wear it side for uh, um, incognito reasons. And uh, Brian, yeah, Brian, how do you feel? <laughs> I've seen this jersey on the ice. This thing is actually really, really sharp. I would wear it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brad. Which one? The Sharks? Yeah. Oh, it's awful. That's terrible. Right. God. So burn. I, I just, you know what? I, I really like the picture of the shark fighting the hockey stick. I, that, don't even, don't. Right. That, that's a perfect, that's a perfect logo. Why would you ever change anything with, when it comes to that logo? Just keep the logo on yeah. there. If you, you can make any color you want, but leave the logo, please. You don't have to write that. That's yeah, terrible. Just don't. Fun fact about Did that you logo. You don't need to acknowledge the seals. The what? I mean, they look like the Oakland A's for crying out loud. <laughs> so a little fun fact about that. If you, were, if you wanted to get creative, you could kind of have the shark from, like, Jaws coming up and catching a hockey puck. Yeah, there you go. That would so work. So instead of scoring, it's making a save. Yeah, that, that would work. That That'd would be, be good. I mean, they blew uh, it with that. They say, had Brian? a chance to really have a good jersey, and that's what they come up with? Well, they blew it with the rebrand, too. Yeah. So, Brian, what were you going to say about that, uh, the logo? 
No, nothing's not that important. All right. So moving on, let's see here. John saying that the Sharks jersey is showing her seals, but this fucking jersey is the reason why the Sharks eat seals. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Vanity's Nation also saying Seattle. Hate the city, but love the jersey. So he actually likes the Seattle jersey. And uh, Kevin was saying super late. Easy along with aerosolers or wearing them, you might want to use a little imagination. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Paying respect to a team that's that was their jersey. How is that lazy? A team that played near San Jose. Again, how is that lazy? You're paying homage to another organization. I just don't like the. I just no. Don't like I, I get it. If you want to sit there and say you don't like the design, that's one thing. When you sit there and say that Adidas was lazy there, no. It's along the same lines as Montreal doing it for Quebec, right? That right. They're doing it for, for the Seals and the Seals not right. being a, around or a direct, like, uh, rival. I, I, You know what I mean? I can see that both ways. I can see that both ways there. And then, of course, obviously, Minnesota that's, with the North Stars. Let's move on to this gorgeous Carolina Hurricanes. Jersey. Oh, right, I think it's pretty rob. Yeah, so the Hurricanes that. now with the Canes. Uh, yeah, I'm actually – I dig this jersey. This is a nice-looking jersey they got going on over here. Um, I don't Not know bad. why that model is so distracted by whatever the fuck's going on over there or whatever the hell he's looking at. But still, that Kane's jersey is – that's staring at more. Uh, <laughs> I'm digging that. You know, you, know, you know what that is, Maddie? That That's the model utilizing Joey Tribbiani's smell the fart acting. <laughs> <laughs> Try to look off and look all chic like Model S. He caught himself. He caught his reflection in the mirror out there. He's like, "Ooh, this jersey looks better in the mirror than it does on me." <laughs> you know, you know, he looks like he's kind of crop dusting. You know, he does kind of look like that. That wasn't me, guys. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to throw the scent off. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So I think it's for the Hurricanes. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. On to the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, I. That's an old actually Colorado don't Rockets really kind of of the Blue Jackets jersey. I, I get it, but it feels like it's a ripoff of what the Blue Jackets have. <laughs> you know, like, I just, like, I'm not digging that one. I'm not. And I get where the C comes from. It's not only does it kind of the old throwback to the Rockies, but yeah, that's what it uh, it's like. also on the state flag, too, the C. Um, but eh, I'm not I'm not digging this one. Maybe it's because I'm too much of a fan of the Avalanche jersey, because the one they have now is like, okay, that one's like your ideal jersey. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of this one. <laughs> I'd wear it. <laughs> See what Rob's laughing at? And he's saying, I would say the guy wear the color jersey, and the guy in the Kings jersey is just looking like, not me, not me. 
wasn't me. I, I do like, to Brad's point, I do like the throwback to the Colorado Rockies because at least that's a state, you know, uh, correlation there. Not the same organization, but still paying homage to that. Again, a lot of like the Sharks and the Habs, right? I just, to me, I agree with you, Maddie. It, it's, a, it's a slight ripoff of the Blue Jackets, and it's also, to, it almost looks like the Florida Panthers colors, too. And not like utilizing their own very well, right? So I'll, I'll burn it, right? Yeah, I'm on the burn it side. Bry's on the wear it. Brad, how do you feel? Burn it. I just don't like the jersey. Burn it. I think All it's right then. All right then. So <laughs> John saying, so yeah. me laughing so hard, I might just choke on that." <laughs> Appreciate, appreciate you. The comedy put before that, where the Blackhawks jersey looks like Red Wings on steroids, is like like a thousand percent accurate. A thousand percent. Yeah, because that's what it is. And I think that's a good segue into this one. So Blackhawks jersey, I'm not even going to dis. Yeah, I. You, you want to know what a fart looks like on a jersey? That's what that. That's what that fart looks. like. It's like in Jersey form. Right I've never seen one. Fuck that Jersey. Fuck that one too. <laughs> That's awful. Fuck both those jerseys. Yeah, they're they're both awful. That you can put them in the right, ugly sweater. So I'm on possibly. the burn it. Brad's on the burn it. Rob. Right, Rob. You on the burn it for the uh, for that Chicago jersey? Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Bry, burn it, burn it. All right, so Chicago burned it all around. By the way, Ted had this question for you. He says, "Does Jessica think Nike put a lot of work into Arizona and Dallas's jersey?" Well, considering <laughs> Nike doesn't do the jerseys, no, that Nike didn't put any effort into this. It's Adidas. Adidas, Adidas owns the jersey rights, not Nike. <laughs> so no, Nike did nothing with these jerseys. Hence, the, yeah, hence that logo up there in that corner. <laughs> yeah, Don Don Shane Wright gets his first goal against the Habs. And uh, uh, sorry about your team from Jersey there. Um, Adidas. Actually, I'll correct myself. Um, all, right. all right, moving on. Um, we have the Washington Capitals. And uh, yeah, I dig this one. I, I loved this version of the Capitals jerseys. I, no, I actually got one of those, just not with the Capitals written across it. Um, but I wish the Caps still had that design. I mean, you can if you want to switch the colors to the red, white, and blue, okay, that's fine. You can switch it to the red, white, and blue. You have to go bronze and the teal, but still, I, I dig the I dig that jersey. I I dig that version. Capitals, I'd wear. I, I really like the Capitals jersey. I like the homage, um, homage paid to those jerseys from the '90s and 2000s. Um, I really love the 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 eagle going across the the chest there. That that's like when I think Washington Washington Capitals, in my time frame of of being a hockey fan, this is what I think of. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I agree. I definitely good angles. You gotta love the Hulk coming in. I mean, the Eagle coming in, fucking uh, 
with the talons flaring. It's intimidating. And I like the color scheme almost better than the original, too. Like, mostly a dark jersey. Yeah, I like right. it, too. Right. Really good. Really good. They did a nice job with that one. Yeah. Good. Yeah, so we're all on the wear it side. <laughs> then he's saying can't wear cap shit. So he's on the burn it side just because. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's see here. Ted saying. Make sure Jessica knows she put me in my place. I love her now. <laughs> and then right, that's uh, a fucking ass hat anyway, so I don't really don't care. Then Don Don saying, uh, <laughs> and Don Don saying, uh, "God, what does this A2D mean, girls?" Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> All right, Rangers, uh, Statue of Liberty logo uh, with the. Current color scheme instead of having the dark blue like when they originally had this logo or when they put that on their third jersey. Um, you know, this jersey actually isn't that bad looking. It's actually a pretty cool jersey. I, I like it. I actually like this jersey. And I actually like that logo, to be honest with you. If the Rangers were to ever change their logo, which I don't think they should, because that logo is absolutely spectacular. Oh, the shield. Um, but yeah, yeah. That. That, but if they ever changed shirt. it to the study, mind it. Yeah, no, you're right. Right. I, I like that jersey. I think it looks great. I think they did a real nice job with that. Yeah, I agree. I was always a fan of that logo uh, for the blue shirts there. You know what I mean? Statue of Liberty. It's like it's always been great design. But for me, I like right at the elbow. That piping right there, separating the blue and the red with the with the solid blue stripe in between. That's a really good design. It there. looks great with the red pants too, by the way. Right? Does it? Yeah. yeah. They wear the. I was gonna say, which teams wear the pants in their warm ups? I know, obviously, Flyers being one of them. Rangers too. Rangers and, do too. They they always wear their red pants. Right, right, right. And then um, there was another team that you were saying that had the yellow pants that you weren't a fan of. Buffalo. They also. Buffalo, that's what it was. Oh, they're, right. they're, yeah, they're bad. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah, they wear that during the warm-up, and then they did, it's the all-white look. Right. Yeah, I, right. I like the shirt, but the pants, no. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, man. What's your take, Brian, on this one? Brian. It looks a little too much like the one they did last year. I think it's just a lighter blue, but I think this lighter blue works a lot better than the one that they had last year. So I'm for it. I'd wear it. That's a great point. Benny uh, hated it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We'll throw it back to a living color. Fucking love it. Love it. Oh, my God. Saying <laughs> Rangers jersey looks like it has blue balls. And Ted saying, same that Rangers one was lame and the Rangers aligned like the USA jerseys are best. All right then. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is the oh, this is the very patriotic corner of the, this of this graph here. This is the very patriotic corner of this graph here. <laughs> yes. Right, right. With the with the teams of Capitals, Rangers, Blue Jackets. Okay. Right. On to them. Blue Jackets. Um, I do not like this jersey at all. Like this is a black 
like why like sorry the blue jackets logo doesn't go well with it in my opinion and i'm not a big fan of the striping either it's like where's the red shouldn't the red be separating the black from that light blue mm. i am not digging this one i'm not and you know you could have done something with this with the cuff you could have put a star or something there, like they did back in the day with like a little bit of red on it they didn't even do that it's like they got kind of to me I feel like this was a bad jersey. This was a lazy jersey in my opinion. I don't like this one. Well, they couldn't do red because they did red last year. So you're kind of working with. That's a good point. You yeah. can't do white because you actually have the, the road jersey. So you got, you're kind of running out of choices on colors here when you only have three primary colors. And the thing for me here is, is I actually kind of like it. Um, I didn't like it at first until I actually watched Columbus playing them. And seeing everything all together, it actually really changed my opinion on this jersey. I would absolutely wear it. Yeah, I'd wear it too because I, I I like that that light blue, that kind that sort of like dark powder powder blue that's on the shoulders, running down the sleeves. Um, big fan of that. And and Brian, I've seen them play in this too, and it does play really well. But the model really looks pissed, like she got picked for the Columbus Blue Jackets one. She just looking like off the list. This is like, come on, man. So I don't know. I'm I, I, I'm wearing it, but by a thread. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Robbie, <laughs> but don't they have the red on the outside of the letterings and the and the numbers? I think so. I think you're right. I, I think, think you're that's right. Why that's where it they do on the back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think a commentator was saying that it was so easy to see their names and their numbers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will, I will say this though: that model looks like about as excited as when Eric Lindros got drafted by the Quebec Nordique. Um, so right. <laughs> I think that one looks good, actually. I, I like that blue jacket jersey. Uh, all right then. So that's fine. That is fun. I'd wear and then uh, Ted saying, "You guys should do a montage of Brian." trying on all the jerseys and said we had the budget we would do something like that but we do not have that kind of budget unfortunately sorry right, um let's see yeah <laughs> all right so ottawa's jersey where i'm probably going to be on an island but i do love the design that ottawa had back in the day and i am a fan of their old logo i i I really like the team that Vinny Alcin rest. Um, that was a spectacular team. Shame they never won anything. But um, I'm I'm wearing one. I'd burn this one. I don't like it. I I I'm gonna wear it. I like the I like the Roman Emperor look. You know what I mean? The the soldier. You know what I mean? The Roman soldier. I should say. Um. And I like the uh, also again the angular lines around the elbows going through the logo too itself and at the base of it, I rock it. Can't stand the Ottawa Senators. Never <laughs> wear one of their jerseys. Just can't stand that team. You you could blame Chris Neal. So biggest douchebag player I've ever <laughs> seen in my life. I'm getting it for Floyd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, nah. Anything I will say though, on the fireplace. 
I will say, though, I do like the fact that – I remember they did play the Flyers with these jerseys on, and I think they do look good on the ice when they have them. Uh, but, okay, so Brad's on the burn it. Bry's on the burn it. I'm on the wear it, and so is Ron. And uh, – Roman soldier, a.k.a. Roman helmet. <laughs> and then uh, – can't like anything with a Trojan War helmet. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> oh, boy. And we move on to Vegas. Um, This jersey, you know, I actually dig it. I don't mind this. I don't hate this jersey. Honestly, Vegas written down, I don't mind it. I mean, it's better than the fucking gold jersey that they have. I think that thing is ugly as sin. Like, yeah, let's make that shiny-ass gold the main color, and let's wear gold helmets that are chrome-colored, too. Like, yeah, thanks, guys. That's not blindingly loud at all. Um, yeah, I actually like this one. Maybe because green's the main focus here, and the Vegas logo's got the gold and the white. I, I kind of like that. So, yeah, I'm wearing it. This, this jersey, to me, is unique. I'd burn it for this aspect alone. The lettering glows in the dark. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> the lettering glows in the dark. I would, if they didn't do that, it would be okay. But the lettering glows in the dark. I'm burning it for that aspect. God. Shut the front door. Swear to God. That fucking place. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it. I, 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 I was going to say wear it because it's like Vegas, baby. You know what I mean? Rock that shit out. Nah, dude. The that design's gold on the good. bottom is terrible. Well, the oh design's good. I like the color scheme they used. I like the design they went with. The printing on the on Vegas and the lettering they went with. It all works really well. You lost me when he said it glows in the dark. And it does glow in the dark. <laughs> they did it for the clubs, for the black lights in the clubs. That's what they did it for. Right. They did it for the black lights in the arena. Yeah, true that too. <laughs> like it's cool. Like it's cool. They're doing a whole think, show theme, but come on, like really. I mean, honestly, I'd wear it to the club. I'll wear that shit to the club. I don't give a fuck. Put the glow sticks on and let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the one. It's like the Dallas Star jersey they have. That was the 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 neon green. It's no, I'm good. All right then. So I'm on the wear it. I think everybody's on the burn it side here. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Ted was saying, Sens helmets, but still have the sixth pick, which is always nice to have. Ted's also saying, looks like Vegas is ripping off your Rangers jerseys, Brad. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. The Rangers, don't, here. the Rangers have nice red lettering across, and it's not fancy and disgusting like that. <laughs> That jersey is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. That filthy ass rag. The gold underneath. Now, oh, God. This is hockey. <laughs> this is hell. I mean, what kind of a freaking. Oh, I, I can't say all the stuff I want to say about that jersey. If, I'll get if kicked the off other, the radio, but that, that jersey is just. If the other jersey washed the car, this jersey washes the tires. Yeah, hell. God, <laughs> this, is, this, is the this is the jersey the janitor at school wears. It has to clean up the vomit when the kids throw up in the hall. I like John's oh, comment on this. 
That's how oh bad that jersey is. That's a good one, Brad. John saying scores in the Darley Bergen's rock that shit. I hate the T-Mobile arena. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Ted, Ted's got this right, though. Brad, you are on fire tonight, brother. <laughs> oh, man. And the, and the fucking fam is on fire tonight. Holy shit. Um, let's see here. I can see. I okay, can see Pittsburgh. Hello. That, that jersey. Oh, Cam and. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's yeah. the oh, what's the old one's name? Shit, I can't remember. Oh, but I know who you're talking about. about. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, yeah. Tell me they wouldn't. To be fair, we're the better of that show. So. Yeah. <laughs> but they would. I'm not saying they would. <laughs> yeah. okay, thank you. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, let's see. John's like the Vegas jersey forgotten and end because only weird vegans would rock that awful shit. <laughs> oh man. Alright, so on to Pittsburgh, the western half of the Keystone State. Um the uh 90s logo from Pittsburgh. Uh black with the yellow light. Um, I always like that jersey. You know, this jersey isn't all that bad, but I will say the one thing I don't like about it is, you know, this is weird. I'm not a fan of the yellow stripe at the shoulders. If it had been white and it had been had the uh, black and then the yellow, I probably wouldn't be all that, like, bothered by it. For some reason, though, that yellow at the shoulders just bugs the shit out of me. I don't know why. But you know what? No, no. I'm throwing that into the I'm burning that shit. So um oh, and I will say, Adidas, you did resist the temptation of making an all yellow sci-fi penguins jersey. I was worried they were gonna do that. They did not do that, so I will give you credit for that one. But anyway, take it away, gentlemen. Burn it or wear it. It's Schittsburg. I can't wear anything from Schittsburg. Burn it. Right. Right. I'd rock that shit. I would rock that jersey. I would absolutely rock that jersey. I love that jersey. It's probably okay. my favorite of all, of all of them, to be completely honest with you. The jersey is so sharp. It's so clean. It There's really no flaws in this jersey at all. All right. Brad, how are you feeling? I'd wear it. Except I would say this, though, about the Penguins. I, I My favorite Penguin jersey was the uh, old outer blue one with the penguin with the picture of the Penguin in the middle. Oh, the yeah. one they wore in the, uh, the first Winter Classic? When they had still laps of Lowell McDonald and John Pronovo. Oh, yeah. I know what jersey you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I think it had black. I think it had – it was like light blue and it had black trim. That was a sharp jersey. Yeah, they should have gone. They should have gone with that one. But I mean, I like that one too. That, that's that's not bad. I'd wear it. Ducks just got away with a penalty there. All right then. So wear it for Brad. Wear it for Brian. I'm burning it. Rob's burning it. John's saying Penguins jersey looks like he's going to get a Snoop Dogg murder charge. <laughs> Damn, murder was the case that they gave me. <laughs> oh, nice. 
All right. On to the Flyers jersey. I'm not even the bit. I'm burning the shit out of this one. Thank you, Adidas. You fucked me twice. Fuck you, Adidas. What? All right, what? guys, take it away. What? What? I hate this jersey. It looks like, like shit. I hate this jersey. I hate it. This is an ugly fucking jersey. I like it. I would wear that jersey. I'd get an old school name on it, and I would rock it. The only criticism I have for this jersey, just to get your back, Maddie, right, is that the numbers on the back are horrible, and, and the nameplate too. And and as equally good as that other jersey was for the broadcasters, this one is horrible for the broadcasters. I feel bad for them. But other than that, I like it so much better than this version of the retro jersey from last year that I dubbed the candy corn version. I think this was because if you if I, I got out my old Richie jersey, right? And this is the complete if you wanted to do a negative of that jersey, it would look like that jersey. Because at the base it was black, right by the numbers, right, was orange, and all the white is black. So it was like the you know, if you're talking about reverse retro. I think you nailed it, and I think this is one team that actually looks good with the pants, too. Yeah, it's the only team that I think has the Cooperalls. Cooperalls. Oh, I thought, but weren't we talking about the Sabres and the other team were, too? Or no? They just have pants, not Cooperalls. I'm not sure, honestly. Um, I never knew much about that. No. Well, they're not. They they weren't wearing the Cooperalls during the game. You can't wear Cooperalls after the NHL banned them. Right, right, right. right. You're right, Rob. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, anyway, but I will I was, say, I, I, no I, I, team ever looked good wearing Cooper Rolls. <laughs> yeah, truth, truth, truth. Yeah, I get, uh, I get, I get this jersey with a Connor Bedard pre-printed. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna look a little silly when he's wearing an Anaheim jersey come next year. Or Blackhawks, because they're tanking it hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Coyotes. Oh. I know coyotes are looking better every What did Bedard do to deserve that? Oh my god. What did poor that would be a, Bedard that would, do to deserve that? That would be a replay of the Lindros thing. He would fucking hold out until the Arizona Coyotes traded him. <laughs> yeah, but then they'd probably get like three picks though. Come in and take him. Hey, listen, if the Flyers are trading for him, though, the Flyers will give you a King's Ransom. They gave a King's Ransom for Lindros. So, you know. Yeah, they should have stopped with Forsberg. Right. I mean, they shouldn't have even included Forsberg, but whatever. I, I like that jersey, guys. I, I think it's pretty sharp. All right, then. I. Yeah, I'm probably going to be on Flower who hates both of those retro reverse jerseys, but I absolutely do. The um, pops. See, the John pops. saying, I hate the flat. Yeah, it does. Make no. A good hoodie. <laughs> no I, I'm not. I'm not digging it. I am not digging it. He's saying, uh, I hate the Flyers jersey. It looks like it would make a decent hoodie, though. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Uh, let's see. Ted's saying, uh, Blackhawks traded. All their players at the draft. It actually <laughs> reminds the, uh, me of a white uh, John saying the Devils and the Islanders model. Yeah, 
uh, now, Rob, you go ahead. You finish it up. <laughs> I was going to say, it reminds me of an old white flyer starter jersey, puffy jacket I used to have back in the day. You know what I mean? Kind of the opposite of the one that they passed around. <laughs> <in the locker. laughs> so I, I dig that. I dig that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Maybe jump in there. Nice. Um, no, you're, you're fine, brother. Uh, so the devil, hey, John said the devils and the Islanders models look like human pez dispensers. <laughs> and then saying we'll have Bedard and Hart with a bunch of goons. <laughs> but uh, all, all right, so let's jump into the Kings jersey here. Um, this is old style Kings jersey uh, from back in the 70s, um, but they did not use yellow. Uh, for the main logo here, or purple. Uh, they decided to roll with white. Honestly, I actually kind of like this jersey. Yeah. You know, it's not yellow and it's not purple. It's actually, you know what, those are, if, if, the, if the Kings, which they never will, they will never do this, if the Kings ever went back to those colors, if you did, say, purple for the home and then you did white here for the away, that would probably be the most ideal look. For, for the Kings that they ever went back to those colors. They never will. I will never see a day they'll never do that again. But, yeah, I, this isn't a bad jersey. No, this, this jersey to me is the epitome of reverse retro. Um, it's exactly everything that you want it to be. It's a retro jersey, and they reverse a lot of the colors on it. Because if you look at it, yeah, the stripe on it was the only white part of the jersey, whether it was the road or... Uh, the road or the home jersey because it was either right. going to be all yellow or all purple. This is right. exactly what you think of when you think retro jersey. It's a jersey they wore in the 70s and they reversed the colors on it. So good job by the Kings. I think this is a great jersey. I would burn it, but it's still a great jersey. <laughs> I like that. I like that uh, reversal. That, that was a nice twist at the end there, Brian. Uh, me? A la the Sharks jersey, I'm wearing it because I'm, again, afraid of getting shot. <laughs> okay. And uh, Brad? I like that jersey. To be honest with you, it kind of kind of makes me remember the days of Marcel Dion and, and uh, Simmer and uh, Dave Taylor. That, that's when that jersey, right. that's when they were uh, wearing those, those type of jerseys and that it, it brings back very the, uh, uh, fun memories. I think that was the what's the name of that line. The, uh, the the century line. What was the name of that line? I I can't remember the name of that line. But that that uh, that jersey just makes reminds me of Marcel Dion, and he was one of my favorite uh, players. Nice. You know, when he, when he played with the Kings, right. with the Red Wings, and then the Rangers got him. Yeah. Of course, like when he was 107 years old and past his prime. Like they always do. In like, uh, what? Yeah. Like the? I think it was the mid '80s, right when they got him. Yeah, yeah, he was he he was decrepit by then. But you know, just the same. <laughs> you know, I always like I always liked his game, and I always liked Marcel Dion. He's kind of an underrated superstar. Right. So I like. So yeah. Um, and of course, good old Rogi Vashon was their goaltender too at the time. Yeah. But he was. um. All right, so on to our final two here. So starting it off, we have the New Jersey Devils who were throwing an homage to the Colorado Rockies slash Kansas City Scouts colors 
that the organization had before they moved to New Jersey and had green and red before green before red and black. Um, you know, honestly, I never thought I'd say this, but this is actually not a bad looking jersey, honestly. But the weird part is, is that it's the Devils. If this was the Scouts, I would be like, okay, this is actually really good. But it's because it's the Devils that throws it off. You know what I mean? That's what throws it off for me. But the jersey itself is nice. If it wasn't the Devils, <laughs> I wouldn't really shake two shits at it. But it's it's the Devils, so yeah, I'm gonna have to throw it away. Um, you, made, you made me um, fucking nervous. You made me fucking nervous logo, there, buddy. logo. You made me nervous there, buddy. I thought you were gonna I, say. Where I know. I was like, oh, you motherfucker, you. I know. No, no, no. Uh, I haven't lost my mind completely. Um, but yeah, um, this is fine as a design. It's just the logo is what kills it for me. If they had decided to say, you know what, just because we're doing a full-on homage, let's throw the Scouts logo on there. It's not the Scouts, but why the fuck not? Who the fuck else is going to rock a Kansas City Scouts jersey? There's never going to be a Kansas City team in the NHL. So there you go. Might as well. Anyway, go on, guys. Wear it or burn it. Burn it. Right. The devils <laughs> burn it. Burn it. All I, right. I wear the devils, it. Devils understandable. <laughs> I will wear it. Okay. I just like the color scheme on it. I, I thought you'd say that, Brian. This is a nice color. It scheme. is. I, when we played them recently, I, I I did. I was like, that is a sharp looking jersey. Like the NJ does really pop out really well. But I would I. Uh, I, I would wear the Penguins jersey before I wore this jersey. You know that, Matt. <laughs> I fucking hate the Devils. Like, like, I hate the Devils as much as Brad hates the Islanders. All right? Now, let's, let's just say that right now. <laughs> yes. Fuck the Devils. But, but, Fuck you guys. But, you ruined everything. Also, let me give uh, – uh, just to be down bipartisan. Light years better than last year with the jersey. Remember, hmm. with the, and, then, and then it had the little lines representing the counties. Right, oh, no, that's yeah. their alternate. That wasn't the reverse. That's their alternate. They actually that is, oh, that's their alternate. Yeah, that one's garbage. Still an ugly though. Still yeah, ugly. No, I totally agree. <laughs> I just thought they. I thought they <laughs> brought that out as their retro and then made it their alternate. No, but th that's been their alternate for a while. Yeah, I think their alter their retro last year. I think was the green. It's similar jersey design, but the body was green and the rest was red and white. So oh. they kind of made the big deal about it being the, the Christmas jersey. You know what I mean? Oh, right, 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 right. Gotcha. So really, the Devils have just been paying the homage to their original colors, and then they paid an even further homage to the two really poorly ran organizations that came before the Devils. So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> pretty Rockies, right? Right. But again, like 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 what the Kings did this year, last year's Devils jersey was, you know, again epitome to what the retro jerseys are supposed to be. Right. Okay, so we are down to the final jersey, and it is the New York Islanders. I think we kind of saved the best for last year, gentlemen, because, uh, boy, did this logo, this fucking logo. Let me just say, there are very few logos that have quite as much of history as this one does, because when this logo hit the scene, wow, did it send shockwaves down the league's spine. You either 
kind of dug it or you were 99.9% of the league and you fucking hated this thing. Ladies and gentlemen, the Fisherman logo returning with authority here with the Islanders logo and with that, uh, with the piping sort of kind of like that sort of water like kind of piping they had going on there. Do you think that they made this design better with the Fisherman jersey or do you still think this is the shittiest jersey you've ever seen a day in your life? Gentlemen, take it away. <laughs> Matt, you're going to hate me. Pathetic. I love it. I don't like it as much as the original, so, but I love it. I love that that logo is back. I think it was a great logo. It's a logo I grew up seeing and, and with the New York Islanders. So to me, that's that's New York Islanders hockey. Um, obviously, the piping is a little bit different from the, the jersey that they had back in 97. Um, but all in all, the jersey itself, I think they could have done a little bit more work with, but I love that they brought back the fisherman jer- the fisherman logo. I love it. Motherfucker, hold a lead. Hmm. <laughs> oh, sure. oh, boy. What's, uh, what's the score there? 3-3. Three, three. Uh. Right, I'm going to so I'm gonna go with Bird. Yeah, I'm gonna burn it by it by a small degree, though. I, I do. I actually like the coloration better than the original. I like it where it's like the darker blue and the darker orange. You know what I mean? It looks a little bit less like going to like what was that restaurant? John John Hancock's seafood restaurant down fucking in 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 uh, down the Jersey Shore and shit. <laughs> fucking, I. But again, like. I don't know, like, like I, I like it for the aspects of the, of the angular uh, piping again. Like I said, that's been a common theme for me. But fuck the Islanders. <laughs> All right, so uh, Rob is saying uh, burn it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, by a smidge, by a smidge. By by a cunt hair. Gotcha. By, yes, uh, yes, yes. And Brad, I think I already know your answer, but go ahead. Okay, well, let me let me start with this, okay? What they should have done was get a picture of Mrs. Paul and put little fish sticks all over the jersey. <laughs> okay, and then, and then dip it dip it in a little maple syrup, and then and That's then you the throw it in the water to a shark. And then after the shark, you <laughs> both the shark and the jersey at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's freaking funny. <laughs> so burn it. <laughs> um, right. For okay, so it's gonna be kind of funny. I would, prefer, I would prefer that it had number five on the back. <laughs> okay, so Ted's saying, uh, uh, okay, if it were a minor league and not in the NHL, Isles who beat us in the playoffs, would you like it? No. <laughs> I'm not so sure, but um, so my opinion on this. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say wear it, but I have a reasoning behind this. The reasoning behind it is when they wore this jersey, they were fucking dog shit. They were ah. horrible as a team. Yeah, last yes. place in the fucking division where they fucking belong. So you know what? 
Wear it. Why? Because I want you to be fucking shit. That's why. Go back to last place and never fucking come back. Please go away. <laughs> they look like, I'll tell you what, they look like that tonight against St. Louis. By the way, the Rangers destroyed St. Louis the other night. <laughs> oh, so, yes. So, what I'm saying is. St. Louis, too, right? Yes, we smoked St. Louis when they came to Philly. And that was one of the nights they were wearing their retro reverse, as a matter of fact. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, the care of that. That's our retro reverse. And, uh, that was fun. That was a little long, but it was fun. I think it's time we we got ourselves into the third period here and Got through this quickly here. Would you say that, Brock? That's a lot of fun. And by the way, fam, you fucking killed it during that. Funniest comments ever. So let's go to our third period. Right. Third period time. Fan up. The best way to enjoy fantasy sports Win great prizes. Sign up today. Use promo code HUT for 5,000 bonus points, which is a $50 value. And all you got to do is go to fanup.app, get it, and uh, start throwing a little money down on that fantasy team. Fantasy sports right here. And good old Rob Povia, who, uh, yeah, he knows what he's from. Plus, you get with Vegas, Money Pot. You got three major sources here. Three. Take advantage of them, people. I don't know, Maddie. I don't know if I confront those claims anymore. I got my ass handed to me in DFS this weekend. Oh, it was tragic. I was. I had a lot of. I had a lot of fucking uh, Chargers Raiders stacks, game stacks with Kelsey, and and Kelsey fucking disappointed. Whenever you pay up for Kelsey and he disappoints, it's like burning money. It's like fun coupons. Just fucking burn it. All right, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm lying there. All right, let's roll. Sorry. All right, so on to the third period around the league. Gentlemen, any major topics you want to throw out there for the rest of us to talk about? I mean, we, talked about Nate, we talked about Nate McKinnon before. That's all I had. That Emily Kaplan was the first to report that he could miss up to approximately uh, – Four weeks it was, Brad, right? A month with an upper body yeah, injury. Four weeks. Yeah. Four weeks. That's a long time. Right. Key time. Oh, oh we do have one thing we could talk about briefly. Uh, well, it's actually a couple of things. So, Mitch Marner Ooh. did extend his point streak tonight. And that's up to 20, which puts him in first in franchise history for point streak with Toronto. Nice. And, 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 um, J. Rob was unable to continue his point streak, so his oh. his streak is snapped tonight, as uh, the stars were shut out tonight for nothing. I think it was. Who did they play? No, you haven't heard from Priz. He's like, fuck this noise. I'm going to he's sleep. Out. What are you, he's, he's out. out. <laughs> yeah, he's out cold. He probably. I don't know if he was watching us on a laptop or on his phone, but whatever one, he was probably having it either in his hand or in his lap, and it probably fell out of the lap or hand because he was out cold. (laughs) (laughs) 
see here. And then Shane Wright's first NHL goal. That's pretty much everything that I know of off the top of my head. Right. Right. Ted saying, is Bennington the first goon goalie? No, he is not the first goon goalie. There have been plenty of goon goalies before him. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He's not even a Axel, goon. Axel, Ray a... Emery, Billy Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not even a goon. Billy He's Smith. just a hothead. Yeah. He's he's a sociopath. Yeah, I mean, to mm-hmm. be fair though, to be <laughs> to be fair, only ever to handily fuck his team out of a series since he called out Nazem Kadri as a goon, and then Kadri decided to put a three spot on his ass. Like, well, that's your fault. Ain't nobody to blame for that failure, but you, the boy. <laughs> nice job. Nice job. <laughs> He was getting into it with Jason. All right, Zucker, so let's Pittsburgh see here. Penguins not that long ago. Of she course, shot him in the face, <laughs> and then he started proceeded to take his helmet off and start chirping the bench. Of course. <laughs> oh, so let's see here. Ted saying we beat St. Louis, then we went on a ten-game losing streak. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're still not as bad as yeah. Anaheim. boys. <laughs> All right, shootout segment time brought to you by Alon C Travel, specializing in creating the vacation of your dreams at Universal or wherever your heart calls you. Let their talented team of travel experts create a custom vacation for you. Every once in a while, life is just beating your ass down, and you know what? You need to get. It's with family, just you and a significant other, a friends, or just yourself. Maybe you just need a break. Let them take care of it. Let them do all of the headache work, all the paperwork, get all that crap taken care of. You could just relax and plan your getaway and go into the attractions without the hassle. So there you go, Alonzi Travel. All right, then. Jen. Shootout start off with most devastating injury for the Flyers right now. Who is the guy? Oh, for me, it's it's Sean Couturier, hands down. You know, this is a guy that people think could be the next captain for this organization. He's a 200 foot player, can play both offensively, defensively. He he's very important when it comes to faceoffs. He can win them, most of them, and he can shut down the opposing center. So. To me right now, he's one of your bigger leaders on the ice and off it. And and right now, not having Couturier, 30-goal scorer, one of the better defensive centermen in the game, former Selkie winner. Sean Couturier for me. Yeah, it's got to be Coot. It's got to be Coots, right? I mean, you just hope you can get back out on the ice at this point. You know, to be honest, I mean, Wade Allison, like I said earlier, is oblique and hit pointer has been a low key devastating injury as he was really playing well. And uh, and you really want these guys to be gelling at this point. But the good news is, is luckily he should be back soon. You talk about Cam Atkinson should be back soon. JVR should be back soon as well. All estimated to be back within the next uh, calendar week. Uh, December 15th, the latest estimated. So helps on the way for this team to get a little healthier. Yeah, I would say Cam Atkinson, guys. I just think you really miss him 
He's yeah. he's a guy who can put the puck in the net, and that's been a problem all season with the Flyers. So he'd be the guy I, I would I would say. I mean, I I hear you with Couturier, mm-hmm. and I, I I can respect that. That's he's he's a big time player, but you guys need somebody to put the puck in the net right now, and it's just not happening. Yeah, uh, he he's a guy that can help with that. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong yeah, with either I answer agree. there. Agree. No, no, you can't. Ted's saying, do you mean guys on the IR players to come back? If it's an injury that is currently hurting the team, it counts. Yes, see, mm. making a point that we made earlier that this team has been playing, you know, shorthanded and even more shorthanded, you know, so there's no, there's, there's reasoning for a team that all of a sudden was one of the, one of the, you know, surprise in the first month of the season to, back down to where they should be. Oh, absolutely. Injuries cause that losing streak. I mean, right. there's no question about that. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so now we move on to the next one. Is John Tortorella still right for this team? Oh, yeah. I absolutely believe that. I still believe he's the right guy for this team. You can see it in the play of – Travis Konechny and, and Provorov, you know, they're playing with a little bit more fire underneath their butt. They're making better decisions with the puck. You're starting to see TK really start to fall back into form uh, from his first couple of seasons with the Flyers. Um, you know, he just knows how to bring the best out of players and he utilize their specific skill set. So I absolutely believe he's still the, the guy for this job. They just need to give him some players with some talent. Your team's gonna be fine with uh, Tortorella. Just, just give him time. That's all you gotta do. I mean, he's he he knows what he's doing. He's never, other than with Vancouver, because they didn't even give him a chance. But I mean, he, you give him you give him some players, and he'll get, get the best out of them, and he'll he'll make them all tough to play against, and 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 be good defensively. All right, then. Robbie, how you feeling on it? You know, to quote the man himself, this is a dumb question. I'm not answering that. <laughs> <laughs> he used to say that all the time in New York. Yeah. Oh, I love it when he said, he goes, that, that, he goes come on, guys. Are we going to ask? Right, we're done here? All right, goodbye. Or, uh, <laughs> that's a, or, no, that's a stupid question. And then he puts yeah. the microphone down. Yeah. yeah, he did that the other night, didn't he? Oh, did he? I, 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 so I think he went off on Marcus Hayes. Yeah, yeah. But Maddie, I think a hundred percent, yes, man. He's attacking this team. He's just like that gritty coach. The more I see him operate, the more it's like I'm reliving Mike Keenan. Like it, they're like they were separated at birth, and they always they focus on the same elements of the game and 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 building that you know that sixty minute energy, and that's been missing in Philadelphia for a while. So I I, I just I like he reminds me at this point now that he's much older too. Like he's like a, just like a hockey professor wearing those sweater vests. Like he's a well educated man. He can recognize immediately what's wrong and address it in practice <laughs> that, that next day. You know, so I, I, I honestly, I and 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 Brad made this point earlier in 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 the show that 
as long as you go with Torts, him and Fletcher are kind of together because if you get a new GM, he's going to want to bring in his guy. And I think the success of Torts is going to keep Fletcher in the job. So I, 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 I could see him making this team a contender. No, and to build off of what you just said here, Robbie, it, it, you're looking at even through that 10-game losing streak, the effort that this team put into it was there. Uh, they just mm-hmm. couldn't figure out ways to score. They found they found right. a couple ways to lose, but they couldn't find ways to win. But sure, you know, they the effort was always there. Um, you know, and that that's been a huge difference between last year's team and this year's team is, you know, despite the fact that they're losing. You know, you see guys on the forecheck. You see guys winning puck battles uh, in the corners. You see guys, you know, trying to put plays together. Maybe sometimes they're being a little too flashy with it, and, and they take an extra pass or two. But, you know, I, th- I think the the effort that this team is putting out this year is way different from last year. And judging whether or not Fletcher's here next year or not is – I don't think it's going to be a reflection of, of Tortorella. I think Torts is here. Um, so no matter who they bring in, Maybe they bring in a guy that Torts wants and is willing to work for him and give him the talent that he needs. So you never know. Yeah. Sure, sure. Ted is saying uh, no, because here when this team is cup, we should have gotten the coach Boston got. And then he went on to say, Torts is saying rebuild. Fletcher is saying six points out. Torts is going to win this tug of war. All right, then. So let's see here. We go to our final one, which is, of course, the hot take of the week. Rob, I know you teased it a little earlier with good old uh, Robertson there. So uh, I'm going to let you start this one off, brother. All right, you started off? All right, I'm just going to come out and say it. Jason Robertson is better than Connor McDavid. Oh, <laughs> Okay. All right, that is a hot take. Wow, that's a nice. I like that one. I like that one uh, does have no. fire to it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's too much of a hot take. I really don't, because if you look at the stats through the first fifty-two games of each player's career, the numbers are very identical. Jason Robertson may be on that same level of Connor McDavid. Early on, at least mm, through his first fifty-two. He is good. Look at the numbers. The numbers don't lie. Did you want me to uh, hey, Maddie, if he, Yeah, Maddie, if you could pop that up. Here, let me just prop this up on the screen here from Rob's screen. Sorry, first 152. Yeah, Son of a 152 games, Close. 80 goals, 56 for Connor. So what that says to me is, the better of the pure goal scorer seems to be Jason Robertson. The, the better, I don't want to say all-around player because that because that's like such a negative way to say it, but the better, like, I guess, disher would be Connor McGaver yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what it's – yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at the plus minus. That's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. He's got 10 points on him. That's a lot. That is a lot. That, that's a lot. That, that's a lot in only uh, 152 games. But that's the one thing that we've also been saying over the last few years too is Dallas's defense has always been good. Yeah. Edmonton's eh, not so much. Not as good. Not as good. 
Well, yeah, I could definitely see this. I, I was saying you're crazy, Rob. <laughs> I tell you, I'm fucking loco, man. Yes, J. Rob is his one hell of a player. I, I think he's on. I think he's on. He's on. Uh, he's on McDavid's level. I absolutely agree with that. I think I. I don't disagree with what Rob said there, and I don't think it's really that crazy of a hot take. He's got to remain consistent like Connor has. Yeah. Seeing that stat line. Yeah, Seeing that stat line, man, that tells you a lot. Really does. And it's only through 152 right. games. So, so just wait. Yeah, that's true. All right, gents. So let's see. Uh, Brad, what you got for a hot take? Okay. Igor, Igor Shesterkin has got to regain his form or the Rangers will not make the playoffs. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. That's a team that's living and dying by its goalie. So. Yeah, if he yeah, doesn't if that. he doesn't get back to a nine twenty save percentage, nine twenty five save percentage, the Rangers are done. Their defense just flat out sucks this year. I can see it happening. And I'm Rangers. still real pissed off about Ryan Reeves getting traded. Yeah. I mean, if I could give if I could give. Uh, Jury, a nice cold whack in the face, a, a little backhander. The hell are you doing? Right. When we get when we get assaulted in Philly, and when we get assaulted in Long Island, okay, it's your fault, Sater. That's Sater. What am I saying? He's as stupid as Sater. Yeah, uh, Drury. It's Drury, your fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's why identifies the GM Sater too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm confusing Sater, but you know what? Sater was just as ba- Sater used to yeah. do the same stupid shit too. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> well, Brad, uh, Brad Ted's willing to say this. He said, "You guys want Braun back? We'll trade you McQuinn too." Uh, we might t- we might want we might do that <laughs> if 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 something doesn't happen on the uh, third defense on the uh, sixth. On the uh, five and six, well, the, the number five defenseman's fine. That would be Schneider, but uh, we're having a problem finding somebody to play with him right now. Oh, what's he talking? You talking McEwen? I think so. I yeah. All right then, Brian. What you got for a hot take? Mitch Marner extends his streak to thirty games. Nice, nice. Boy, if he does that, that would be impressive. That that's like Gretzky. Like he just needs ten games to go. Mitch Marner, he do it so many different ways. Mm. Who's the last one to do that, Gretzky? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can look it up real quick. Real quick before we sign off here. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> just a phenomenal stat. I have twenty games is unbelievable. Yeah, no, that is. So the hot take for me, uh, hot take for me this week, I will say the Flyers. No, no, not Flyers. Hot take. I will say that <laughs> the Devils will finish last place in the Metro, even though they've had this great start. They'll find a way to start going on like ten or eleven game losing streaks. Listen, 
Maybe it'll happen. Maybe the hockey guys will fucking listen to me and they'll go right back to last place where they fucking belong. Fuck you, New Jersey. You fucking cocksuckers. So. You don't fucking deserve to be number one in the Metro, you pieces of shit. Sounds like me with the Islanders. Yeah, I hate the Devils too. All right, so Marner. Yeah, so Marner jumped into tw- jumped to twenty today. So the record right now is fifty one games, a fifty one game point streak, which was Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky actually owns three of the top five streaks. Of course, in he NHL does. history. Yep. So he's got. Yeah. He's got a 51 gamer that he did in the in uh, 84. Mario Lemieux at 46 in 1990. Gretzky again had 39 games in 86, a 30 gamer in 82, and Matt Sundin in 1992 had a 30 gamer. So and Matt Sundin actually did that with Quebec. So, oh, he didn't do it with Toronto. No, the Mitch okay. Marner now has the record for Toronto. Okay. He could do it. He is what a, hell of a actually, player. Which is think about it. If he if he does I hit that, thirty, that, that puts uh, him into the top five. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. The Devils will get Bedard too. I will I will I'll add an addendum to this. The Devils will be second to last in the Metro, so they can't get Bedard. So there you go. <laughs> 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 That's a little too close with... for comfort. <laughs> as long in, as their ping pong ball is nowhere near that, we'll be good. Have them come in sixth. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we go. Okay. All right. You, know, you, you don't want – you don't, it's, we'll it's too close. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. So, gentlemen, that'll do it for this longer edition of the Hockey Happy Hour. But I think it was a good time, though, at the end. Uh, Next week, uh, we will let me go to the trusty old calendar here. Yes, we will have a game to react to. Well, this is ironic. Food Bears versus Colorado. Uh, well, we'll be reacting to the Flyers facing Colorado next week. So there you go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just can't boy. seem to get hey, a break. Hey, anyway. Maybe that could be ugly. Yeah, because we'll be in the system anymore, I don't think. But anyway, still, we'll uh, – They won't yeah. have McKinnon. They yeah, won't we'll have be McKinnon. heading out. There, so fun to be had. True. They won't. All right, guys, we will see you next week. And uh, until then, guys, you stay safe, you stay healthy out there. And uh, once again, brought to you by our great sponsors. Um, Baggio's Bread, uh, XPO Realty, and, of course, well, all, all campus. Fam- uh, for everybody who commented in tonight. Just wanted to uh, say that those were brought to you by Gleason's Bar, located at 6700 Mill Creek Ave, Lovetown, PA. Promo code A2D for 10% off your order. When you dine in, take out, you go online at Gleason's Bar and Steaks.com. If you get merch, 
a2dmerch.com if you want to get your show shirts and what have you. And uh, one final shout out, none other than our show sponsor, the doc, Dr. Paul Vidal, specializedphysicaltherapy.com for any aches and pains you may have. All right, guys. We'll see you in Colorado and Philly in Colorado. Until then, guys, peace and love. Stay safe, everybody.